Xbox has bought Bethesda. Oh, keep it together, Kenny. Keep it together. You told yourself you would keep it together for the intro. You can just. Oh my god! 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 Hello and welcome once again to Achievement Hunting 101, the premier podcast that always pre-orders our consoles successfully, I might add. Of course. Uh, another day has uh, passed by and another panel is here. With me is Koosh. Hello. Hello, Koosh. Uh, also, L. Oliot. Series regular. Uh, and Vulgar Latin is back. Hello. Hola, como estas? Muy bien. Oh. E2? E2. <laughs> uh, El sandwich well, es yummy. Yeah? Uh, you need to go to the El Baño. Just excuse yourself. La biblioteca. La biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, uh, a packed show. Uh, I can actually say that. Uh for real this time and so uh but we're gonna stick to stick true to form and uh start off with our game showcase uh koosh has a little ditty for you koosh let us know what you've been playing oh my gosh oh boy so i think i mentioned it last week uh mad max uh was on the website uh, ta they mentioned a server shutdown uh that was a little ways out it's october 31st so that, of course, got me interested. That's that's the kind of contest I play towards these days is can I beat the server shutdown? FOMO um, challenge. So, uh, yeah, so I dove this game a while back, and I remembered not really liking the controls. They were kind of weird, and I wasn't really sure about the game. Well, in order to get ready for the closure, uh, I spent more time with it, obviously. Um, first, let me get to the bad news. <clears throat> so yes, so it closed the server's gonna close on the 31st, but the good news, the good part of that is there's only one achievement that is dependent upon that. Unfortunately, it's the meta achievement for completing all of the challenges in the game. So if you wanted to get the completion before October 31st, uh, or get this achievement completed before then, you would have to basically play the entire game uh and go, you know just go go for it and get it done. Uh, you do not need to do that. What you do need to do is complete two challenges. One challenge is for collecting or having your scrap crew, which is basically an offline component of the game. Uh, they'll go out and they'll find scrap for you. And then the next time you log in, you'll, you'll get that scrap. You won't earn any while you're in the game, but when you log out of the game, they go and they look for scrap. So like this goes by like you're like, I guess it's since it, if, if this is the discontinued, this is obviously going by some server time. Uh, yeah, it's going by a, dis a difference between your logon times, your log off and your log on. And it, okay. it equates to about seven pieces of scrap per hour that you're logged off per scrap crew that you've set up. I think you can set up to three, but you have to get pretty far in the game to get to three. You can get the two without too much effort. It took me about six to eight hours to get the second one, about six hours, five to six hours to get the first one. Um, so it's really not that much work. The hardest part about it is not playing the game. Like I want to play this game. I just want to, <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and I just want to go play things, but I don't want to mess up any challenges and I don't want to, uh, 
do any of that. So I'm really just focusing on, you know, getting the scrap crews done. And if you just follow the main story quest, uh, you'll get to the first area where you can earn that scrap crew. You basically have to go out and find uh, three or four pieces uh, in the world at these very specific points. And when you loot a chest and get that, uh, you can then go back to the base. Once you have all three or four of them, you can create the scrap crew. And from that point on, uh, when you're not logged on, they'll be earning scrap for you. You can then continue with the main quest, get to the second area, find the scrap crew pieces for that second area. And now you have two of them going at the same time. So you'll be earning 14 scrap per hour instead of seven. Um, so that's kind of what I did. That's kind of what I recommend. If you do that, you're looking at uh, 15 days. If you have one camp, 15 days of offline time and eight hours, or I'm sorry, eight days of offline time. If you have the two camps now, keep in mind that, um, it caps out at about 500 scrap, which be basically means every two days. If you go in there like every day and a half or every two days to collect your scrap, you'll never run into, uh, into that wall. Right. So if you're on top of things, you have up till like, I don't know, probably the first week of October before you start it. Right. Yeah. To make up your mind yeah, so and I, be safe. If you, if anyone's interested in doing it, obviously do it now. Um, because otherwise you'll, you'll really be up against the clock. Now the plan is once you get to that point where you have your um, 500, well, you have to get 500 first, then turn it in. And then the second one starts from zero. So then you're, you're going from zero to 2000. When you get that one done, you want to save the game and make multiple copies of that save in case you mess something up. Uh, that's the other bad thing about this game. There are ways to mess yourself uh, out of getting that completion. Uh, you can, there are these basically quest givers or information givers, they're sparred, uh, basically all throughout the map, and they're tied to camps that you have to overtake. If you overtake the camp that they're tied to, but you don't talk to them, they go away and you can't talk to them. And you have to have, I think, eight in the first area and 11 in the second area. The first time I was playing this, I got my two scrap uh, crews, but I was having so much fun playing the game that I started capturing these camps but I didn't get all the information people. And then I looked at the next challenge. It was like, talk to 11 people. And I started counting up all the ones I had left. And I was like, Oh, I, I don't think I have enough. So I made the hard decision to just delete that save and start over. Um, so getting to the fun stuff in the game, uh, it looks great. <laughs> that yeah. oh, oh my boy. gosh. The game, the game looks great and it plays well. Um, the driving's fun. Um, the control, like I said, the controls are a little bit weird. Running is right trigger. Jumping is left trigger. Um, it's a little weird. Uh, your main interaction button is a and shooting is B. Uh, so the controls are a little bit off and you'll kind of get the hang of them as you're going, but you can change them. But I just stuck with them because I, I didn't want to mess with any prompts or anything like that. I don't know if they change along with what you're doing. So I just kind of learned the scheme and got used to it. And it's not bad. Um, it, but it's, it was really weird. It being kind of different. Um, the game has a lot of things you have to pick up. There are a lot of uh, sites where you have to go and break open boxes and find these things and these scrap components and like components for other crews for each of the bases that give you other stat perks and stuff like that. Um, and it's very much like Assassin's Creed four. So black flag, when you're out on your ship and you're, you're finding those little islands and you have to get into them. And sometimes some of those islands are like really intricate caves or you have to like dive down under the water to get into them. Same sort of thing going on here. Like uh, some of these places that you go to uh, harvest scrap from are, are really basic. There's just like a container. You go open the container, you go in there, you get it. 
other ones are much more interesting. They're like like this weird cliff face that you have to kind of drop down into and solve a couple puzzles, like involving ladders and things like that. Um, but the game's really cool. And like I was surprised that like no one had been talking about how good this game was. Uh, and I'm just really enjoying it. So I can't wait <laughs> for my stupid scrap to collect so I can save the game and then go uh, actually play it and like just kind of go for it. So, so was, yeah. Uh, so is this? Uh, it's in the Mad Max universe. Does it? Does it after the movies? So is this sort of beyond Thunderdome? So yeah, uh, I'm not that familiar with the movies. I know I've seen them all at this point, um, but I wasn't really tied to. Uh, I haven't seen the old ones in a long time, and I only saw Ma- uh, Fury Road one time. I actually just went back and started watching it again because of this game. Uh, there's a lot of kind of like. Uh, atmosphere feels very much the same and the the landscape looks very much like fury road um and i think i think it was chewy was saying that um they they weren't connected but the development took place about the same time and then they were like you know what we should probably talk and at that point they started kind of incorporating some things so you will see a little bit of fusion of you know some things uh people being mentioned some names being mentioned some things like that uh but yeah it definitely feels like a mad max movie huh interesting um so one thing i was going to uh uh, ask you is you you did say that you can mess stuff up are you planning on sticking with it to the end now you're gonna save it come back to it another time yeah no i know i know me uh if if i (laughs) if i take too much time off i'll forget about it and i won't come back um, so yeah. my, my plan is to focus on this game and have some, you know, some side action, uh, some other games be the side action, but have this be the main thing I'm, I'm working on. One of the things I didn't mention was the combat. Um, the combat is really pretty good. I think it's Warner brothers, uh, is one of the developers. Um, and, uh, so it's kind of got a little bit of that Arkham feel to it. Um, you do have towers that you have to go up to and they kind of help you discover the landscape and find things to do. So it's definitely got that Assassin's Creed vibe there. The combat is not as it, uh, not as involved as Batman, but maybe a little bit more involved than Assassin's Creed. Um, but it's uh, it's rewarding. It is it is fun combat. The you get very limited ammo. Ammo is very scarce at first, uh, and, and you know through some abilities you can get more ammo later. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna be doing a lot of uh, punching. And, and yeah, some shimming. people. Some people would say it's a shame. Uh, I own this game, and uh, I have all of 26 gamer score in it, and uh, I don't know if I'll plan to go back to it, to be uh, honest. Yeah, that reminds me. I probably should warn everyone, there are weird achievement yep. values. The gamer score values are weird in this one. Not a lot. That There's sounds just a mad. Few. Yeah, not a lot. Uh, but they're, you know, For people that likes their, like their five and zeros, this doesn't always end in a five or a zero. Yeah, and, and it, when you start the game... Yeah, you, you will start off on some quote unquote odd numbers. So um, that will be at the front end versus the back end. So, all right. Good luck with uh, to you on that journey and to whoever else is uh, joining you. Um, I took a little uh, a nostalgia trip uh, back to the world of Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, he has a new game out called Wet Dreams Don't Dry. Whoa. And, uh, I don't get it. And <laughs> Explain. Uh, ask your mom. 
Um, and so this game is, uh, it's a little different, not exactly what I was expecting. Um, uh, to, uh, to leisure suit, Larry aficionados, uh, this game is probably right up your alley. And I'm talking like old school, Larry, my introduction to leisure suit, Larry is Xbox and Xbox 360. And those were like games where you walked around. I, I love the 360 game. It was hilarious. It was fun. Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry revisits the old games. Guess what? They are point and click games. Did you know this? I did. I've played the old ones. I did ones. not know this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you will probably like this one. Um, and it's, it, it's just like a, a 2020 point and click uh, Leisure Suit Larry. So it's... Uh, you got your your item management, and your combinations there, uh, your scenes and your cursor on the screen that you have to interact with stuff. Uh, it's it's a very traditional from from my experience a very traditional point and click, uh, albeit with your uh, uh, innuendos aplenty in the game. Uh, that that probably in and of itself, while it is very fun, it, it made a lot of the puzzles challenging. Uh, I wouldn't have. I, I did. I did end up using a guide. I would not have thought of some of these on my own. Um, like, like one was uh, like I had to put like a pickle in a condom for a rat to move for me. Like I just I would have never put obviously Corey. two and three together. <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, sounds like it just like real life by the same rules. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have sex ed in your school, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. It wasn't mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> That Tennessee explains a lot. Just anything goes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyways, yeah, I, I played it and um, I, I got through it. The The game in and of itself is mostly uh, story-based achievements, so you do have that. Uh, otherwise, there are a few uh, miscellaneous. I'm trying to think now off the top of my head if, if any would be classified as, as missable. Uh, you might be able to go back and get them. So uh, I can't think of off my top of my head anything that would uh, stop me from doing that. Uh, you do have multiple save slots, and uh, I did utilize those uh, just in case. Uh, I never really had to uh, utilize them except for one set of achievements. You had to experience the outcome, uh, both outcomes of a particular scenario. Uh, and so I did one, and I saved, and I uh, reloaded uh, I, well, I, I saved, then I did it, and I reloaded and did the other one. Everything else, I think, came uh, pretty naturally. Uh, and uh, I did not try after the game. Uh, after the game was completed, if I could, uh, where it would pick up, I would probably just pick up my last save. Uh, but I had everything by that time. Uh, one thing that I did want to note that uh, I'm glad to, to know is the game was broken on launch. Um, and up until... Up until... Monday or no Sunday today's Tuesday uh, I think it was up until Sunday uh, no I'm they don't they don't work on Sundays it was yesterday Monday they fixed the game on Monday so it hasn't been out quite a week and uh, they are fixed the game um, I got sixth completion on the site it's crazy how fast people are I, like I was in the devs discord and uh, as soon as I saw it like it, I went and luckily it was like lunchtime so I kind of uh, played a little bit and finished her up but um but yeah it, point and click fans uh, will will probably like it as long as you know the humor going into it. Which, if if you don't know Leisure Suit Larry, then um, it's 
probably better for your health. <laughs> I guess. Corey. So are there a lot of like fail states then? Because uh, the other ones, I know you could do something uh, and pretty much die or put your game unwinnable. Like in the other Leisure Suit Larrys, you could make a series of decisions that were like bad moves and, and die of a venereal disease. <laughs> you <Yeah>. can definitely <laughs> die in this one, um, but it just reloads right before you, you did that. So very uh, much less, uh, uh, I lost the word, but uh, you, you can you can do that without worries. Okay, I feel uh, like I was actually, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of old PC games did that uh, to to give a little replay value. Actually, they they uh, they made it so you can die and then you, it, you would be forced to start over. Yeah, yeah. This one uh, is fine to do that. I was actually afraid because i didn't really look at the achievements um uh, uh that much i was afraid that i was gonna have to die every way uh until once i found a guide uh oh. that one was like <laughs> go here and die and then go back and do it i'm like okay this is gonna lead somewhere but it, it led nowhere you didn't have to die um so yeah uh yeah, one thing that i would probably amazing. note <laughs> is that based off my experience with leisure suit larry this one is actually probably a little tamer um, I don't recall any venereal diseases. Uh, it was oh, just boy. like touching oh. an, an, a frayed uh, socket. Like uh, I, I had to unplug something, and I, if I did it without rubber gloves, I electrocuted myself. So it was nothing uh, like that, but definitely not for kids. Oh, because, yeah, it was like uh, in, in one of them, I can't remember which one, it was like you could find a prostitute, and if you didn't have a condom, you'd die. That kind of thing, you know, <laughs> adult humor. Yeah, yeah the game, uh, the game uh, is, is definitely filled with that uh, from beginning to end. Uh, I also want to note that it's a forty-dollar game uh, currently on sale for thirty dollars. So Whoa. take that savings. But I would not pay that for any point-and-click, no matter what the franchise is. Uh, just to put that out there. So. Was the title a takeoff of a D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die? Uh, I read some kind of like Wikipedia stuff where people were theorizing that, but I don't know if it was ever confirmed. It definitely was. Wet dreams don't dry, dark dreams don't die. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, what I did read was like that the original creator wasn't involved in this. Um so that's probably where some of that uh, extra naughtiness goes. I don't know. It, it it definitely brings it's Larry Laffer, and from what I was reading, the other like the Xbox 360 games was a different Larry. Is Larry Lovitch? So, I think. Yeah. So this one is like from the old school. There's even an old school bit in the game, and uh, it, it's trying to be like trying to pick up where those left off. Um, it actually has a sequel coming out, Wet Dreams Don't die, Dry Twice. Uh, and uh, I, that one's not slated for Xbox as of right now. But this this game has been out for a while on PC and I think even PS4. So it finally made its way over here. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's easy. I'll give it that. So, all right. Uh, moving right along. L, tell us all about... Uh, What's up? My favorite All-star topic, fruit racing, food-related games. My favorite topic, fruits. I mean, your food. You're right. <laughs> Do you guys like Mario Kart? 
Never heard of it. Who doesn't? Not really. All right, fine. Well, this game is definitely a Mario Kart uh, clone, shall we say? And it's uh, it's a game that I don't see too many people playing, like online or yeah, like ever. Yeah, is it online? Um, Is it? I remember. I remember. I think we got a. I think we got a review copy of it a couple years ago, and I knew it was on my tag. And uh, what we're doing is getting uh, achievements, you know, in, in places we might not be normally getting them for our leapfrog competition we have going on right now. So on day seven, I decided uh, to, to boot up this one. But actually, the day before, I saw a friend of mine, Inigo Montoya 80, playing this game. Uh, he's pretty known on TA for playing racing games. So, yeah, he would pick up just about anything. And he likes uh, games with high ratio as well. And this game has some high ratio. It's worth uh, almost 3,600 TA for an arcade racer. So there are online achievements. And I had had some of them already, but I still needed uh, to win 20 races online, uh, to win a two Pistons online championship and a three Pistons online championship, which I just believe is how uh, how they state the difficulty in the game. So three Pistons was the hardest difficulty. And it gave me an excuse to hang out with my buddy Inigo Montoya. And he helped me get the online achievements. And taught me some of the things to do in the game. And I wound up getting seven achievements that day. So he helped me out. And I dragged him into the Discord. So that was uh, that was awesome. Oh, so that's where he came uh, from. Yeah, yeah, that explains a lot. Yeah. And also, uh, I killed his father. So he wanted a little revenge. So um, okay, <laughs> so uh, what kind of fruit are we talking here when we're talking all star fruit? Is it like uh, apples, bananas? Um, got avocado? It's like a super hey, fruit. Yeah. You you can there <laughs> you can be an avocado actually. There's like twenty different characters and they're all fruits. And then all the loading screens are telling you like you wouldn't know it, but peppers are fruits because they have seeds and like things like that. And I don't know. I think it's actually a pretty fun game. I I didn't do too much of the single player. I did the first cup and I won. The Cocoa Cup, which is for coconut. But yeah, this little ditty is uh, not bad. Pretty fun. Uh, so what you're saying is you enjoyed it enough until I know you. We can boost the online now. We can. I can help you out for a price. That could be your soul for money. Do you want to pre-order for a Series X? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I know a guy. Too soon, too soon. Uh, so one other funny thing is that when I was talking to Inigo, um, he told me he was um, he was idling one of the achievements in the game. So that's one of the things about the game is the the estimated completion time is 30 to 35 hours, which sounds daunting. But when you realize the achievements, um, there's an achievement for complete, competing for a total of 20 hours. So, of course, this is going to turn a lot of people off unless you have... Um, you know, well, as we were talking, <laughs> he was telling me how he likes to game with his nephew. And after we talked for a little <laughs> while, it dawned on me he was actually talking about his nephew. <laughs> uh, Weird. I, so I told him about um, how on the podcast we refer to the Cronus as a nephew. And now I'm going to get him to listen to the podcast and it'll all be explained in due time in due time. But yeah, you have to compete for 20 hours and time attack is excluded. And he was telling me that time attack was the mode you're going to be spending a lot of time in the most because that's the hardest one. So it's just 
kind of a weird achievement list, but the game is fun. Just, uh, I guess, if you have patience and a Cronus, you can get this one done. I don't recall it being like a, a great kart racer. It was fun. It was, it was uh, very colorful and fruity. And it reminded me of uh, banding food. like. Um, remarkably good. Huh. See, see, good as in there is none. <laughs> well, when you're winning and you lose, it sucks. But when if you're losing and you come back to win, it's amazing. Does that make any sense? <laughs> so it kind of works yeah. both ways. That's rubber banding. Yeah, yeah that's both ways. That's <laughs> yeah. So you, um, the big hook of this game is you have four little tanks. So you collect four different fruits, and then you can connect and disconnect the tanks. And each of the tanks is your power up. So you could use uh, two at a time, three at a time, or all four at the same time, or you could use one. And different power-ups. So that's the big hook of the game. Uh, yeah, I don't play too many racing games, but this was a nice change of pace, and it's basically because of Leapfrog. It made me... Sometimes it makes you go outside the box because I don't always get a lot of achievements in one day. I'll try to, I always try to get at least one, of course. But uh, yeah, I'll talk about my next day of Leapfrog in a minute. Devin, what have you been up to? So I... Uh, acquired WWE Battlegrounds, uh, which nice. is the arcade <laughs> apology, I guess, for Tinkage. <laughs> you don't have to tell L about this. I'm sure he knows all about it. You know, it's I mean, his genre. I mean, no way, Jables, L hasn't played this game. Jables needs to apologize to me on a da- uh, daily basis. So yeah, this is uh, it's an arcade game. Uh, it has a very, you know, it takes a different stance on uh, wrestling, which I enjoy. I'm not a big, I like wrestling, but I'm not a big fan of the 2K uh, kind of realism, like wrestling simulation games as such. Uh, the games I liked as a kid were the WWF WrestleMania Arcade, WWE All-Stars, and this follows in the same vein, but I I, I enjoyed it overall. It's a short little list, 13 achievements. Uh, Most of them can be got just playing the story mode, but by gosh, is it janky. Uh, The AI is super dumb. Uh, So at times dumb and at times just completely unfair. So when they're dumb, you can do things like lead them outside the ring and knock them down a bunch. And then right as it hits nine, you can sneak into the ring and get a count out victory. I would routinely win tag team battles by having the opponent be disqualified because they couldn't path. When you tried to pin, uh, you know, they would both rush out both tag team partners to try to stop and break up the pin. But the AI opponent, the tag person there, would be unable to find their way to the, to the ring and they'd get disqualified. <laughs> they'd get caught in their pathing. That's uh, the beauty of wrestling games, to figure out that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it takes me out of it a little really? bit. Really? Uh, yeah, you run around outside and then you run in the last second to get a count out win. Yeah, that's always yeah, fun. That's, uh, if I recall, like don't don't you like fight alligators in this? That doesn't take you out of it. Well, I mean, there's you can throw people into an alligator. You can... Uh, there's a helicopter. You can climb up on the helicopter and do an elbow drop off of a helicopter, which is a it's a pretty sick bump. You can throw someone so that a car gets dropped on them. You know, things like that. Pretty normal, average wrestling things. Uh, that's, that's about as realistic as Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> the other thing that I didn't like was that 
you start out with a small roster and you have to grind out in-game currency to get a lot of the wrestlers uh, that you would care about. Some of them you unlock in the campaign mode. So if you want John Cena, you have to go through the entire campaign mode to unlock Cena. Uh, but like Stone Cold and The Rock are on the cover of this thing and you have to unlock them with currency <laughs> you get from playing the game, which just strikes uh, me as very weird. Like, so who do you start with? Uh, you start with some. You get uh, Mostly Akira. current guys? You get the, you get the Undertaker. Um, mm-hmm. You get... Uh, you get Kofi, but you don't get Big E and Xavier Woods, so you only mm-hmm, get a mm-hmm. third of the New Day. They're in there, but mm-hmm. you have to unlock Just the rest. Um, <laughs> so what? You, you so there's there's a regular version and a deluxe version. Do you at least get the characters with the deluxe version? I didn't buy the deluxe version, so I don't know. I did get the pre-order bonus, so I got Edge, and on this day, I see clearly. You've made the list. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not in the game. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Edge. No. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, that's Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah, that's Jericho. Um, You're living on the edge, brother. Hulk Hogan's in the game. There's also alternate outfits. <laughs> uh, you have to unlock Andre the Giant. I had to do that. I was like, that. Also, the campaign, you don't play as wrestlers that you know about. You play as wrestlers they created. And in different areas and it has this very weird story mode um that's all told through comic panels it just feels very rushed in a way um like i just i kind of get the sense that they uh were like oh we're not making a 2k game this year just get something out here like and and they didn't give it enough polish i mean overall i i wouldn't i'd say i enjoyed it i ended up getting it for much less uh because i eat cashed in some gift cards to get it so i only paid like 18 but it's 40 normally or 50 if you want all the extras and i i don't know if i could really justify 50 dollars for this game uh once i do a royal rumble on medium mode with 30 participants and and get that i'll get all the achievements it only takes about six to eight hours normally i think i put in that just doing i unlocked everything in the campaign which i didn't need to do but i wanted to do so I'll tell you this. This is the first wrestling game that I would pay money for <laughs> in a long, long time. Yeah, this looks like up your alley. It's yeah. Oh, it's fun. Like and it's a nice mix of uh current and legacy wrestlers. Oh yeah, you start out with Yokozuna. I was like, that's a very weird choice. You can <laughs> pick Yokozuna. Does he take up half the ring? He does not. <laughs> it, and everybody has these weird proportions. They look more like uh little action figures uh, than they do anything else, but it's, it, it's fine. It's, I, I would still say if you want a, a wrestling arcade game, uh, WWE all-stars is a better one. I liked that one more, but this is, this is pretty good. It's fine. All right. I, <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> sure. Well, first I, a statement that I was definitely planning on grabbing this one. Uh, at launch and then the achievement list came out and weirdly enough the fact that it was easy and only had uh 13 achievements actually swayed me uh to not get it right away um i know that sounds weird but when i pay full price for a game uh 40 50 i don't want to bang it out so quickly Mm -hmm. 
And of course, you could play a game still after getting all the achievements, but yeah, we're stupid and we probably wouldn't. So um, there's no online achievements, right? So that was no. one of the things I wanted to do right away is play some online. Did you happen to dabble in any quick matches or play any online at all? No. Uh, I've just played the computer. And uh, yeah, so I... The computer, too, like, the only way that the computer ever does difficulty is to just counter everything. That's the only way that they know how to make things more difficult. It's not that they're smarter. That's about it's about right. Yeah, it's just, like, throw a punch, counter. Try to throw him, countered. And that got super obnoxious. That really made me mad. But that's only towards the later part of the campaign. But, no, I have not doubled in the online. I think I'd get more of the in-game currency so that I could buy more wrestlers from the shop. There is a ton of wrestlers that you can unlock, and all of the wrestlers have like three different outfits you can unlock, which would be, you know, if they're legacy wrestlers, just different period appropriate attire. So that's kind of neat. Is Doink in there? Doink is not <laughs> in the game. Oh, son of a. No, I know. It's just, it, it's sad. Uh, the other thing that was interesting about this game, uh, <clears throat> in the uh, aforementioned. Uh, comic strips the game came under fire for having a comic strip that basically stole an image of uh tna impact superstar tessa blanchard um which was just really weird the uh, photographer of the picture tweeted like what the hell you stole this picture from me and now they're going to be removing it from the game huh just really it's uh they're patching that comic strip out now I did not see that. Was... Wait, so like part of the story is like a comic? Oh yeah, thing. The whole story is told through comic strips. Very bizarre okay. comic strips. Okay. And so one of these panels, I guess, is a uh, a picture that somebody else did. Yes. Yeah. Of a of a wrestler. They have a thousand wrestlers on their roster, but they chose a picture of someone who doesn't work for them, and took uh. A picture from a photographer that's not theirs. Yes. Yes. Seems smart. It seems very smart. I blame Jables for that as well. Hmm. I, I think you... Um, I think maybe once this goes on sale, I'll check it out. Oh, yeah. How low does it yeah. have to go? What's the price? I don't know. I was all ready to buy it. I would say for 20 and bucks, I didn't. it's worth yeah. it. Like Tony Hawk was worth it at full price, but I feel like after a couple weeks it kind of died down. Not what for me. It is. I'm still, I'm still no. working on it. Yeah. 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 Working on the challenges? No, just mm, other yeah. stuff, yeah. Achievements will keep you there for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good or bad, I guess, yeah. Get your money's worth, that's for sure. I, for this for this game, 20, uh, 20 bucks is 50% off. Probably won't see that for a little bit. Maybe Black Friday. It's, Maybe yeah, it's Christmas kind of thing. I could see. Um, did you try I would have that? To Royal think Rumble? about it for. I'd have to think about oh, it for twenty. Oh yeah, you, ten for sure. You have to do a Royal Rumble did several times. Last, oh. Uh, in the story mode, actually, the last two things you have to win a men's and a women's Royal Rumble, but they only give you nine participants. They don't do a full thirty. So it's not like a matter of you haven't you couldn't do it yet. You just you haven't tried. I just haven't because... wanted to. A thirty man Royal yeah. Rumble could take like forty minutes to win. 
because the list looked really easy, but out of 2,200 people, there's 84 completions. So it's definitely completable, but it's not as many as I would have thought, actually. No, you have to... So I, I have everything prepared to do it. So I have Triple H. Uh, you got to use Triple H because his taunt, which you need to get your special move up, uh, is the quickest. He just does one single DX chop. So you do that. Uh, he... <laughs> And then from there, you just try to survive a Royal Rumble, which also the other thing too, every Royal Rumble, they cap at four participants. You can only ever have four participants in the ring at any given time, which isn't right. But yeah, it's like I said, just needs more time in the oven is kind of what I, I felt if I had paid 60 for it, I would have been more upset than I am now. I think, uh, for, like I said, for what I paid for it, I'm fine with it, but you know, I, it could be better. Yeah, I heard where you were that, going, Rocker. I, I think ten is my my price for this one. <laughs> I don't think I could do right. twenty. Highly doubt it. Will be that anytime yeah. soon. That or you know, go in with somebody else. But yeah, it would definitely have to be lower for uh, the short experience. Well, all right, Kush. Uh, you said Mad Max is your main squeeze, but you're gonna put in some uh, some side stuff every now and then. Oh yeah. Uh, I see that you have a, a little side piece there. <laughs> tell us about it. Speaking of short experiences. Um, uh, yeah, so normally this is where I talk about my 90% challenge, but I haven't been doing that uh, this week because most of it went to Mad Max um, or, you know, just getting achievements for Leapfrog. Uh, but we got a code for Word Sudoku from publisher developer Lightwood Games. Uh, and I was thinking... Uh, that this game would be a little bit maybe like um, uh, Minesweeper Genius. I was kind of getting that kind of vibe, uh, and then I went in and checked it out. Uh, it's a very lightweight, kind of bare-bones Sudoku game. Uh, now, the, the twist on it, though, is that it's word Sudoku. So you're looking at nine-letter words, uh, and if you know anything about Sudoku, there's a, there's a, a board, a nine-by-nine nine board, and... Um, what you have to do is get the number zero or I'm sorry, one through nine uh, in order. So they're not used twice in a row or any column. And they have to be, you know, one per uh, square in each of these three by three squares that make up the nine by nine board. I did a horrible job of explaining that, but if you know Sudoku, you know, Sudoku. Uh, the, like I said, the fun twist though, is that it's words. Now for me, remembering what number I've used and spotting it in the thing is really difficult, but for some reason, when I'm trying to figure out what letters are missing from a, a three by three grid, it goes much, much, much easier on my brain. Uh, I can very quickly spot, oh, there's a, no, ends the letter I need. Okay, and it goes right here. So it's a cool twist. Now, not many Sudoku solvers are, are word Sudoku uh, solvers. So what you can do instead, uh, there is an option to play regular Sudoku. So you can you can flip this button in the options, and it changes all the letters to the numbers one through nine, and you can play it just like that, and you can use the solvers for it. Um, the way the achievements work, you have to solve anywhere between one or three puzzles, uh, and they're specific puzzles. So if you do puzzle, I think, one and puzzle five, I think you get the very first achievement, something like that. Um, at the time that I played it, that there were no solutions. So you basically had to go from puzzle to puzzle to figure out which is the puzzle you have to do because they're not labeled. Like I said, it's bare bones. Um, you could add some bells and whistles and the game would be a little bit better. Um, but at this time, 
every single achievement has a solution. And I think it's the same solution. It's basically just a video that shows you all the puzzles with their solutions. Now that doesn't sound like fun to me, so I don't think I'll be doing that, but this is a great game that you could pick up uh, when it does uh, come out, which is, I think, this week, uh, September 25th. So by the time you get this podcast, it'll probably be out the next day. Um, you could use this game very quickly to save a streak or to get achievements that start with letters or get a game that starts with a W. This is a great utility game. I actually think it's fun. I really like Sudoku, so I will probably be playing this uh, a little at a time and just doing it for fun and not doing it for the achievements and not using uh, the solutions. <laughs> Go for it, I played this game oh. with uh, said video <laughs> where you just pause and uh, put the letters in. Um, so, yeah, just to give a little more information, the game in itself has 300 puzzles, um, 60 of which are exclusive to the Xbox version. But uh, Kusha's right. You only have to do a handful of them, and they have to be certain ones uh, for the achievements, um, and you can skip to them, uh, which is nice. Uh, the game is going to be eight bucks. So oh. I hate yet. that price point. Like, why can't why don't you just make it five? But you know, mm-hmm. it's not bad uh, for what you get. If you get you know three hundred puzzles, that's that's cool. Uh, I think this is going to be in the description. Um, it's in the press release, and I just want to say it because actually I noticed it, uh, and it's pretty cool that it says it here. I don't know if you noticed it, Koosh. You might not have played enough, but uh, when completed, each puzzle, because uh, you're, you're doing a word, mm-hmm. so like the first one's wonderful. So that's all the boxes and all the rows, all the they all spell wonderful uh, in some fashion. Uh, when you complete it, one of those columns or rows uh, or grid sections, uh, well, one of the columns or the rows is going to be that, that word. Mm-hmm. It's kind of as an additional hint. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, that, that just uh, throw that out there. <laughs> uh, one thing I didn't mention was the music. It's <clears throat> you know sometimes the music is really great in these games. Um, <laughs> sometimes. sometimes in this game you can turn the music off, and I recommend doing that. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit distracting the music. I won't say it's bad, but it is a little bit distracting. Um, so in the options menu, there's a button that says BGM, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what it was. I was just like, oh, I need to turn this music off. Wish I could turn this background music off. <laughs> and when the words hit my brain, I was like, "Oh, yeah, BGM." Okay, so you can turn oh, that off in the same cool, screen where you cool. can turn on numbers versus letters. You can also turn off BGM, uh, which is the background music. And I recommend doing that for your sanity. Uh, if you're gonna be playing this game for a long period of time, you probably don't want the music on. If you're playing this game, just throw on Achievement Hunting 101 and go to town. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Use the Spotify app. You can play that while you play this. <laughs> now, I actually played this game, too. Mm-hmm. And I was going to point that out also, if you hadn't said it, that you can defeat the whole purpose of this game and pause it and turn on numbers. Yes. Which, I don't know why you would do that, but actually, you you might do it if you're used to it. Just, I think, for most people, it would be faster to do the numbers so you could see which number's missing easier than... Uh, which letter of a word you're thinking in your head, like, oh, which which letter is it? Um, but yes, it's, as, it's it's one and the same for me. As Corey pointed out, yes, the, one of the I guess the one of the hooks of this game is that the word will be spelled out one way or the other in full, and it doesn't always yeah, work and, out that way with the numbers. Yep. And there, these games are always just a challenge against yourself. Like you, you can at, at one point it's not letting me even pick the wrong letter. And so you you can't like fault out or anything like that. I don't even know if it tracks your faults. 
Yeah, I don't so think you it does. Like, just keep, like you it won't just let keep you. guessing. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, no penalty. I think, I think it does let you do some wrong moves, but if you... Like, to start, but if you have one in the same column or row, it won't let you put it in. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Um, but you can also check it. You after can hit the both bumpers together and see if you have any errors. Sum. Yeah, so my wife yeah. uh, is actually a Sudoku enthusiast, so we played, like, the first five or six levels, and we switched controller each time, and, like, she would finish them in, like, five minutes, and I would finish them in ten-plus minutes. But, <laughs> but did she but, like it, though? Um, She prefers the numbers. Okay. And she's used to playing on the phone, so that's the other thing. Like, this game definitely feels like it should have been on a computer or a phone, with the controller, it just makes it take longer than it has to. Yeah. Like I was saying, some of the bells and whistles are kind of missing. It's very bare bones. Like, if you want to see what letters have been picked, you, you can't go outside of the board. You have to pick a letter on the board. So, let's say you're spelling wonderful, you have to go to the letter N. And if you click on the letter N, it'll show you all the other N's on the board. Um, and it'll also show you that cross, you know, the, the row and the column that you're in to kind of help you figure stuff out. Um, so, it, it, does, it doesn't have all the niceties of, like, the Microsoft sudoku but you know for what it is it's not bad and i did like the twist with the words like i said when i'm playing it i'm going to be doing the words at least uh initially i don't know i was looking way farther down the uh, difficulty <laughs> spike uh it looks kind of crazy uh oh, so that was my know. next question because we only mm-hmm. did the beginner puzzles what's the difference um More i don't thi- i don't really know less starting letters right i was thinking that maybe letters that would be duplicated or something um but I don't know. I, I didn't really see mm. anything uh, that just made me think, oh, well, this is clearly this is much more difficult. Um, so I don't know. You probably just have less numbers to, or less things to start out with. Because, like, yeah. uh, I think mathematically there's a minimum number of uh, clues you can give in a Sudoku to make it solvable. And that's the difference between, like, high difficulty no. Sudokus and, uh, you know, lower ones is just how many they give you. And then uh, my wife was also telling me when you're playing normal Sudoku, you can kind of jot down in the squares like which ones it could be, and then you're not able to do that here. Yeah, that's you know what one thing that's missing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the things I like about the Microsoft one. Or right. The, they have that, and you can just play. Like I just always have it right in the notes for me, and it makes exactly. it way that's... easier to play. Yeah, So I, so the achievement list, I guess, is really good if you're an achievement hunter and want to get it done quickly but it's not great if you gives you no real incentive like it might have been better if it was play 20 puzzles play 50 puzzles something like that instead of specific ones and unfortunately the solutions are not written in a way that tells you where to find the puzzle you have to watch the video really? to figure out which puzzle it is yeah yeah uh, it, that's dumb it's real dumb so if someone writes a solution for it you know a walkthrough i mean it could be a lot easier Corey. it could be a lot better done but yeah you could write a walkthrough and uh, just provide the solution and which which one to go to. It'd be yeah. a pretty great text solution, right, to so be honest. Right, so you don't get the actual solution, but I'll tell you where it is at That's least. That's a hot take for me when people post, make a video. Thanks for the video. Why are you posting every single solution to say, watch my video? I hate that. <laughs> at least give, like, timestamps. I, I should do that. Yeah. I should do that out of spite. Well, this one does <sighs> have timestamps. Uh, it seems like it's one video with multiple timestamps, but, but still... Still. I'd like to just be told, oh, go to the third board, the seventh puzzle, you know? Yeah. That would be, that'd be very helpful. But yeah. Well, one thing, mm-hmm. one game you, uh, you don't need help with, 
normally is a, a little ditty that I see L has played. L, can you tell us about the latest rat? You played a rat? Oh, Tamiku! Tamiku! Yes, I did. So Tammy. last night, last night Two. was uh, number eight on Leapfrog, right? We needed eight last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, correct. So uh, Prue helped me once again with Toe Jam and Earl, helping me get the fixed world achievement. So that uh, was also a ton of fun. But yes, that was only one, and I needed something. I was getting tired. I'm like, all right, let me let me load up a rat. And uh, I asked Devin over here how it was, and he mentioned that it took him around 14 minutes. I said, all right, I'm sure I could do that in an hour or less. <laughs> and, and then, I uh, hope you did an hour and one minute. I'm I checking did, now. <laughs> I, did 20, I did 22 minutes, all right? It wasn't uh, as good as Devin. It actually I think took you me, beat me. It actually it took me a little while to figure out how to pop the red balloons i would just keep like walking by them and hitting the button once i'm like this isn't doing anything oh wait uh, i and, did it uh, in 19 minutes nice um i think i died most in like the second stage and the stages got easier did you guys find that or was it all just the same uh, i don't know eh, anyway the, the, the yeah. basic concept of the game is you go around there's blue balloons you have to just touch and then there's red balloons you have to button mash on for like five or six times and pop all those balloons does the um, game ever tell you that? No. <laughs> no. And it gives you no controls as to... I didn't think so. Yeah, that's... The red balloons was my biggest problem. That's why problem. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't just me. All right. Um, And to me, the first game I thought of was weirdly Pac-Man. Because it just looked like a Pac-Man board to me. With like the red balloons acting as the power pellets. And the blue bl- um, balloons acting as the, the normal pellets. But I guess there's a little, like, little bubble bobble, little balloon... Quest. I thought of Dig Dug. A little Dig Dug, yeah. So I thought of Burger Time. Uh, it's mm. weird, but just like the stuff. <laughs> so, is is a burger a sandwich? Yes. Damn right. Tasty sandwich. <laughs> Damn right. And those impossible burgers, don't eat them. Eat some beef. With that said, I actually kind of like this game. Um, the only thing I wish is that you could leave off where you, where you were. So instead of just getting, uh, the eight achievements or whatever I needed, I just completed the game because it makes you start over afterward. No, no, it, it doesn't start over. It, you, it, really? Well, it starts you over at the first level again, but it yeah. adds more red balloons to be harder. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's arcade yeah. style. Like once there's enough, it just loops back around. Oh, so that was the end of the game? There was like a well, second I mean, bonus level, which I think which they I called did. it like stage nine or whatever the next stage was. You kept going, uh, so like, I think it technically kept going. But like when, you're right. Once you once you die, or if you click start, you better hope you don't click main menu uh, <laughs> because they, all of it will just start you right back at the very beginning. Yeah. So if you want a game, that you get your five dollars worth. I don't know if I could recommend this, but if you want an easy completion, I definitely do recommend this. It will it will very likely be one of the easiest rats. Um, it's already at one thousand sixty eight TA, so I can only imagine it's going to go down from there. Wow. Yeah. I guess you do do need some skill. Yeah. If you're horrible at Twitch skills. You have three yeah, tries. If you're bad at video at games. Yeah. Maybe if you just can't get it done in the three tries given, but yeah, it took me fourteen minutes. I- Definitely got a few game overs. I'm not gonna lie, but me too. But got it done. 
was yeah but you continue right at that stage if they made you start over every time that would suck yeah if you had to start at the beginning of the game then yeah this would be really difficult all right did you play anything else this week l no <laughs> okay definitely not definitely not uh okay well uh last but not least vulgar did you have a side piece this week no i am happily in the same relationship (laughs) i've been in for a couple years but i did play killer instinct uh with a lot of uh community members this week uh chesno's fighting game uh, extravaganza is going on in September. I did not want to be left with zero points, so I went to the the well, did some Killer Instinct, and uh, yeah, I don't like it. I just don't don't <laughs> like it at all. Not my jam. Uh, but there's a lot of achievements, and it's pretty high ratio because there's it's all on Game Pass, and you can do it that way, but. Uh, yeah, I was grinding out ranked wins and also um, like fighting against six different opponents online. And that just takes it's so soul crushing. But I, I've done a lot of it. I've, I've I think I've done like 50 or so this month or in the past two weeks. So, ugh. <laughs> but yeah, you just have to play way too much Killer Instinct to be enjoyable. Yeah, it'll. In my experience. And even if you were to start it now, you can't actually complete it. There's two discontinued achievements, but I mean, there's 464 achievements, so what's... When did that happen? What's what's uh, what's discontinued? The shadows. Um, so you can train a shadow to fight different people, uh, and apparently there's just things that are locked out. That shadow mode hasn't worked for a few months now. Oh, fun. Great. Add that to the list. Yep. So you have to settle for 462 out of 464. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fighting game. It has a big emphasis on combos. I think I like the older ones better. Uh, it's all in Game Pass, though, all the characters and everything. And since all of it was done DLC style. Uh, with all the characters and everything, the ratios on all of that stuff is stupidly high. Um, you know, for like winning a match as one character is like a four ratio. It's it's kind of silly. So yeah, we definitely use this uh, during G task to get some quick points and some uh, some. You can preload it pretty good too as well. Now, I've been kind of avoiding the uh, Chewie's channel. Be- this month because of the heavy emphasis on your little fighting duel but i did notice that someone talked about setting up what your cronus was it a cronus or just a turbo controller in such a way where you can get the challenges done with everyone yes so if you have a cronus uh you can do that for a variety of stuff there's some characters it works better for but i think you can set it up so that it just keeps mashing you basically remap the a button to be all punches which for some characters does things and then you just map it with a turbo or whatever Uh, and if you have a cronus you can set it up to do 200 matches since most of the characters you have to play 200 matches to get all the uh get all the achievements in uh Mm -hmm. i'm not going to do that I'm not crazy, but it, if I were, it is something I could do. Interesting. 
Yeah, 200 matches with everybody is is insane. Well, if you're idling, it's not so bad. No. Now, if, if but, let's say you were to do that while you were working and you were doing multiple of those a day, you'd probably get like eight, six to eight of those in a day, I would guess, right? You can, I think when I was talking to Fug, he would do about two or three a day, just idling. Uh, weird. Or like two to three a night if he woke up and switched it out, he could get it. Ugh, why would you wake up for that? I have no idea. <laughs> ask ask him. I don't know. I mean, he's old. He might be. Yeah, he's probably going to or something. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um the, the thing you have to be careful obviously is uh if it goes haywire and then uh, if it if it's going to crash. Uh I've been uh, idling some Tony Hawk stuff and boy does that get bogged down. That there's no way I would leave that overnight. Hmm. Yeah, it's and also like, yeah, you could end up like, if, if things really did crash, you could end up buying stuff uh, in perpetuity or something like that. So that oh I'd, no, clicker I'd keep, heroes. I'd keep an eye on some of that stuff. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that was an awesome game showcase. Thank you, gentlemen. Where? Let's move on. Yeah. What? Who came in? <laughs> Ah, but he did. Let's move on to some news. <laughs> All right. We have a large, large news section today. Um, so we'll try to cover all of it uh, as best we can and as quick as we can. So uh, as we uh, as, as we figured last week, we did get podcasted. And right after <laughs> announcing, um, uh, after after we recorded podcast, uh, PlayStation did its little thing, and wouldn't you know, uh, they announced a bunch of games and the PlayStation 5 uh, re- prices, and uh, uh, unexpectedly, uh, a pre-order um, as well. And, and so I just want to touch on uh, some of these things. They, they do affect us uh, as mostly Xbox players. Uh, so they revealed Final Fantasy 16, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts, which is the uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which is the uh, RPG, Call of Duty Black Ops, War, uh, Cold War Campaign, Resident Evil Village, uh, Deathloop, some Devil May Cry 5 stuff, Odd World, uh, Soulstorm, Five Nights at Freddy's, and Demon Souls, as far as games go. Now, PlayStation had some muddy uh, messaging. Not all of those are exclusives. Not all of those are... Um, even uh, timed exclusives. Uh, and if you were watching the show, you might be confused what which is what. Uh, the ones I wanted to point out specifically are um, Harry Potter. Uh, now, this one is going to be on all consoles at the same time, I'm almost positive. Uh, do you guys understand that to be true? Yes, I think Multi-platform so. Multi-platform game? Yeah. yeah. Harry uh, Potter, yeah. Yeah, so this one is uh, probably the one I'm most excited for. Uh, it, it takes us into the wizarding world set in like the 1800s. So it's like, it's the lore's lore of Harry Potter. And so if you're into that, uh, this will probably be for you. It looks on the surface really, really good. Uh, any of you ner- nerds want to play this game? <laughs> Not um, Devin and I are Devin and I are going to be camping outside GameStop. Um, we have our tent set up, and we're going to be wearing our. Um, uh, he's going to be wearing Harry, and I'm going to be wearing Hermione stuff. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, 
I have all my uh, my Quidditch gear. Uh, <laughs> Quidditch gear. We're gonna uh, just set up a Quidditch game outside of GameStop. Uh, I was gonna Maybe. run in. I was gonna run into it. Uh, you know, say it was platform nine and C quarters or whatever. I'm gonna be all butterbeard up uh, when this comes out, and I'm I'm definitely looking to check it out. I don't know if I'm gonna get it. I mean, come on, it's an MMO, right? So. Is, is it? it? I can't. I can't. I don't know if it's single player or if is it multiplayer. I'm not sure. I, I know I will be checking it out. I'll be following it, which I haven't done yet. I, it's been so crazy lately uh, with all the news and stuff. I really haven't even had time to go back and kind of get caught up on it. Well, yeah. you're not missing too much. I watched mostly the, yeah. uh, just an announcement trailer. Yeah. I think it's set to come out next year. If I'm not mistaken, it is. Uh, it's by Avalanche Studios. So that is. Um, a, a Utah-based studio, Salt Lake City, and you might know them uh, from uh, the classics such as Mad Max. <laughs> oh, interesting. So oh, it's boy. already in good company. Uh, they also did Rage 2, I saw. I started that the other day, and they, they did that. So uh, they, they have some, some games behind their belt. Um, so, yeah, they, they have... Uh, they have some hype to live up to, in my opinion. But I, I am definitely interested in that. Uh, and I'm not even a big Harry Potter guy. I don't. I haven't even seen all the movies. Uh, I just think the world. Did you cool. watch any of them? Yeah, like one then you through saw all of them. One oh. through uh, Batman. I don't know. One through Batman. I played <laughs> yeah, the, the the guy who's Batman now. Cedric Diggory. Oh, that's Robert four. Pattinson. Yeah, it's Goblet oh, yeah. of Fire. I, I, I've definitely seen those like a lot. And like the other ones, maybe like once. Yeah. So my son's a big Harry Potter fan, and my wife's a big Harry Potter fan. So I threw on that trailer for them, and they were, they didn't seem that excited. To me, I think I would think the characters uh, more so than the world would be the exciting thing, and none of those characters are present because it takes place, I think, in the eighteen hundreds, something like that. Oh, but you so get to not... explore Hogwarts. I mean, Hogwarts looks great in this. I don't know. It's a trailer. We'll see. I remember a. I think it was a Xbox original game that was Harry Potter, and it was fantastic. So I'm I'm all psyched You're for this one. In. Just if that's Please. more of that. All right. Well, it says RPG. I'm reading RPG. I'm not reading MMO. I'm reading RPG. I've heard RPG. I've heard open world. Why not both? RPG that, that would that would jingle your jollies, Koosh. It's <laughs> well, up your alley. It, it, Harry Potter RPG certainly. I, <laughs> I can get behind yeah. that. You just gotta go to school. You know, wake up. Eat at the Great Hall. <laughs> One of my favorite games is Bully. I'll take that in a, in a Wizard I, World. I would love to you be went to school there. Yeah, if I could be the uh, bully in eighteen hundreds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you, you got to shoot better. I'm you gonna steal your, your <laughs> steal your lint. <laughs> uh, so other games that I wanted to bring up, uh, I just want to mention Death Loop uh, more so that it is uh, a timed exclusive. And uh, we'll talk about that more in uh, just a little bit. Uh, they also announced PlayStation Plus Collection. And this is kind of like a retroactive Game Pass for PlayStation now. Um, so with PlayStation Plus, uh, they are adding this collection. And I don't know if it had a number on it, but you will be able to play a lot of first-party PlayStation games, not new games, but old games from the PS4 era. And so, like, uh, I think you could get, like, your 
um, your Uncharted's in there, your your Last of Us, uh, God of War. Uh, it, it's just trying to be another perk that's like Game Pass, but uh, in in reality, I think it will fall short for hardcore PlayStation fans. Uh, it's it seems pretty good for like newcomers of the uh, the platform, but uh, I did want to mention that. Do, do you guys think that that is going to hold any light to people switching over? I mean, it's a nice perk if I was to get a PS5 because I missed all a bunch of uh, PS4 games, so that'd be kind of cool. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. It seems like if you're big into the PlayStation 5, a lot of those you would have already got. So exactly, yeah, yeah. For me, it's a li- too little, uh, too late kind of thing. And lastly, uh, they did announce the uh, the prices, which were uh, big speculation. And, and as we uh, several several of us uh, guessed last week, the PlayStation Five uh, was priced at four hundred and ninety nine dollars. So that matches the Xbox Series X, but their digital edition was priced at three ninety nine. And I was skeptical for uh, I was skeptical on this as I didn't. I, I, we didn't see specs, so I thought there has to be something more than just a disk drive missing for $100. But apparently it's a PS5 without a disk drive, so uh, that's pretty good. However, it's still they still can't say that they are the most powerful console on the planet or the cheapest, so Xbox has some marketing um, prowess there. Yeah, <laughs> what? what? The, the also engage. not mentioned... <laughs> also not mentioned is pretty much every PS5 game from here on out is $70. Oh boy. That's that's a good point. Yeah, a lot of these some of these first parties at least are are $70. I did see Spider-Man. Um I think that was at 70 bucks. Well, yeah, the uh, Spider-Man, I think the Miles Morales, I think it's only 50, but it's not a full game. It's a it's a smaller campaign than the original Spider-Man game. So it's it's kind of like DLC price, but like primo DLC it seems. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point that we don't have noted here. Um, uh, so these games that are PS5 are getting a price hike, but they a PlayStation has uh, reverted their stance, and most of these are going to be uh, available on the PlayStation 4. So like you can get Spider-Man Miles Morales on your PS4, um, which they Xbox got a lot of hate for. Uh, being cross-generational and and holding back game development Uh, and then now they have like series x uh, series you know series uh, exclusives uh, that won't be on xbox ones and uh now playstation is is taking that and it's all fine and dandy on in the internet's world but (sighs) crazy times man crazy times um so yeah the last thing i want to mention about the playstation 5 event is that right after the event, um, was it? Well, what was the timing on it? I think it was the. Was it the same day or the next day that pre-orders opened up? All I know is that they didn't not announce pre-orders after saying that they would announce them, and it was a complete uh, poop show in in the internet world. Not only for the fact that retailers have a hard time with those loads, but um, they were just kind of popping up. Uh, in random spots and uh it, they were not supposed to go live as best i can tell um that was not uh what was meant so 
there was uh, some chaos that day. And it seemed like that- stock was low everywhere and not well coordinated. Yeah, yeah, the stock is uh, a thing in the in the coordination bits. Um, uh, obviously, we have the retrospect now, uh, and we'll skip ahead a little bit of Xbox Series uh, pre-orders. Those went live as we are recording today. Um, so earlier today, those went live, and of course, we experienced some of the same things. Uh, websites cannot handle that much traffic, uh, and, uh, and stock was lower. that we could tell uh than i would have liked to seen and this was mostly from gamestop where they actually post numbers on their their doors and stuff i did not see a store that got more than 10 consoles and most of that was like eight x's and two s's which that is crazy to me um you definitely would want to see more than that uh i can only think that you know covid is a thing and uh and really I've heard conspiracy theories that both of these companies, while like they have these super cheap consoles, they're actually losing a lot of money on them. And so what's the best way to not lose all that money? You don't sell as many of those consoles. So you just don't make as many. Uh, who knows if that's a thing or not, but uh, it, it is a thing. Uh, and so, so yeah, the, uh, the at least with the Xbox pre-orders that we we knew in exact time all across the world when this was going to go down in our respective regions uh we had a list of retailers who were going to be doing the pre-orders we had uh, a lot of site listings already available to us so we just had to f5 it Uh, so it wasn't really a scramble in that sense uh but i believe everybody uh, on this panel, uh, notice Fufu's not here. We got our pre-orders in, and uh, so yeah, I, I want to hear about your guys's pre-order uh, stories if you have any. Was it easy? Was it tough? Kush, uh, let's, let's start with you. Well, um, so my plan was uh, to use up some of my Microsoft bucks, my space bucks that were sitting there. So before the sale went, I went ahead and cashed in like three hundred dollars worth of points. Um, wow. Jeez. <laughs> I, uh, fast forward, I will be getting refunds. Um, I then tried to use Microsoft <laughs> site to, that was my primary site. That That's where I wanted to get it from. I wanted to sink most of that money into the console. My backup was Amazon. Cause I've got a lot of Amazon credit, um, just from using the credit card. So my plan was, okay, well, if I can't get it at Microsoft, I'll get it from Amazon. Well, Amazon was the only site that wasn't up. Everything else was up at like 11 Eastern at 11 AM Eastern, but Amazon was nowhere to be seen. Uh, so I just kept trying and trying and trying Microsoft because of the issues with uh, payment fulfillment. It created a whole bunch of addresses for me. So I had to go clear out some <laughs> duplicate addresses because I thought maybe that was the problem. Uh, I could get the thing into my cart, but I could never complete f- fulfillment. And I would keep getting to different steps of fulfillment. Like saying, oh, yeah, use my credit first. And then because I didn't have enough for the Series X, I had to put some extra on my credit card. And I thought, well, maybe that's complicating matters. I'm not sure. But then I realized, ah, oh, crap. I'm doing all of this in the Edge browser. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> silly, silly coosh. Foolish, foolish. Wow. And because every now and then the Edge browser doesn't work really well for um, kind of like JavaScript things, callbacks and stuff like that. It's like, dang it, I need to switch to Chrome. So you know, I'm like 15 minutes in, I'm switching over to Chrome. Now I've got two sessions going. I'm sure that's a problem. 
because uh, now it sees I have two sessions. Long story short, did not get it through Microsoft. Uh, couldn't get it. But then I saw the post saying that Amazon is up. So I jumped over to there and I got it within two minutes. Um, couldn't use my credit at the time. It wasn't an option to use my credit on that. So I'm going to try to figure that out later uh, and or maybe get it from Microsoft if they have a second round of stuff and the cart actually works and then I'll cancel Amazon. But yes, right now, currently, Amazon is telling me that I have a Series X pre-ordered. And it was early, so I'm hoping I won't get that email saying, oh, you know, well, actually, we can't do it. Like, apparently, they were doing that with PlayStations. A lot of emails went out saying, well, even though you pre, uh, you know, pre-ordered, you're not going to get it. Um, so I'm hoping not to get that email. Nice. Well, it, it sounds like you had a actually a smooth experience. Oh, no, I besides- wouldn't call it that. <laughs> I was hitting F5. <laughs> I was cursing. Uh, of course, my daughter was in here doing her <laughs> math homework, and I'm just sitting there cursing <laughs> internally. Uh, and you know, of course, yeah, you know, trying to not be noticed, uh, that I'm not doing as much work as I should be at 11. So yeah, it was, it was stressful. S- smooth as far as the, the, you didn't have to wait super long. Uh, once you got in there, this is true. Yeah. Like, once Amazon came yeah. up, it was done. <laughs> so that was easy. Yeah. Uh, Devin, did you have any, uh, similar, no, uh, uh stories? No, no, everything went, uh, as good as could be. Uh, I got someone helping me out on that front, though. So, uh, yeah, everything everything worked out. Should have it, hopefully, by the time it comes out. Nice. Uh, so I, um, I I approached it a little differently. I I'm not too pressed to get a new console at the moment. I, I have a One X, uh, and it it runs fine. Um, I have a PC. It's fine. So any of these. Uh, exclusive games that you know hit the pc i i should be able to run them no problem so i'm not super hard pressed to get a console and so i had meetings and stuff that were predetermined i did a bad job of managing my calendar and by managing i mean blocking it out so i can get out of the house um to go to gamestop because that was the only way that i kind of figured i would go about this new generation I, i i'll trade in the x i'll trade in the x for the x uh uh, since GameStop is doing like a trade-in deal, and uh, I got I got some couple games up here. I don't need the the physical discs anymore. I'll throw them in. I got like an old phone. I could trade in. I could pretty much pay for the Series X before, without you know reaching into my wallet. And so I would lo- I would have loved to do that, but the meetings happened, and so I said, you know what? Let's just go for an S, just in case. Uh, worst case scenario. Uh, I, I still have an S if, if I want, and I could cancel it uh, later down the line. And so uh, I was still going to stay with GameStop, and so I, I stuck there. Uh, once the, the time rolled over, there, there was some confusion uh, about what you had to do. Uh, I saw where people were getting to a Q website. Um, still, the, the jury's still out on what that did. Uh, somebody says it was just refreshing on the back end, but... Uh, it had to have been doing something a little differently because once that was up, it just took me to the store listing page. Um, and so a regular refresh wouldn't, would, wasn't doing that anyways. Uh, but once I got there, it was like at least a five to 10 minute wait between each click. So like add to cart, wait, review order, wait, check out, wait, add payment, wait. It was a very long process and eventually it crashed on me. Uh, and at that point, like I said, not too pressed, so I wasn't worried about it. 
And then uh, here come the stragglers. Oh, this site has it up. This site has it up. And so somebody said Microsoft. Uh, so I, I just like, oh, mosey on over there. Uh, they said the one X's were out, but the one S's weren't. I clicked it and I'm telling you within like 45 seconds, I was at my car checking out in, uh, on Microsoft for a series S. Um, it, it took me a couple more minutes for the, like the payment stuff to, to happen. But once that went through, got the confirmation email and I have a series S on the way currently. Um, if something happens where I can get that physical pre-order where I can do the trade in, I'll cancel and do all that. Uh, but I've kind of got it in my head that I, I'm excited for the S like to have two boxes and this one be like, uh, you know, all digital. Like I can't switch to it purely for the fact that I still have one discs that I need, I, I want to play. Uh, and so maybe I'll, I'll work through that and, and I, I can't see myself giving up the one X for the one, the series S, but you know, it'll be a fun little, a fun little thing to, to play the new stuff on. And, uh, I, I told, I told discord today, I like, we'll have like series games on there. Like one at a time that I'm working on, I'll have rocket league and uh Tony Hawk that I can quick load because Tony Hawk load types can be a lot better. And uh, it's always nice to get in a match of rocket league, uh, when you can. <sighs> so yeah, series S, uh, as of right now is on the way. Um, Mr. L, Mr. Corey, uh, did, did you order a console? I can't, I don't actually don't know if you did or not. I think you did. So my first choice was actually Amazon and 11 o'clock came and there was no link. So my first choice was Amazon and there was no link. So uh, I don't know why, but when I saw the list of, of retailers having the game, my first thought was, oh, I think I think uh, Target is a good idea because I have all my info is already in my Target app. So I opened up my Target app and I threw it in my cart in there and it said, oh, we're sorry, an error has occurred. So I kept spamming on the add to cart button and eventually it went in. And then I went to check out. We're sorry, an error has occurred. Oh, boy. Kept spamming that button. Finally got it in. And then I noticed that my credit card on file was expired. So I then had to edit the expiration date on there, which, of course, led me to more. We're sorry, an error has occurred. And eventually it went through and it worked. So at 11.12, I had myself a pre-order. So the only problem I can foresee from Target is that the uh, arrival date says from November 11th to November 16th, somewhere in there. So who knows if it just says that as a CYA move and I'll get it on the 10th. But I guess at this point, if I get it a little bit later, it's no big deal. The one thing I feel about this wave of new consoles is that it's kind of weird that you know, one thing that you normally—it's less get, relevant than it ever has been. It just—we're already. There's no new shiny game to go along with it. Like, are there Halo ever? Infinite? <laughs> sure, yes. And historically, whenever, yes, I remember when I got a Dreamcast, I got Sonic Adventure. I remember when I got a 64, I got Mario 64. You know what I mean? Something, something to go along with it. So if you get a yeah, PS5, I mean, you can get Miles Morales, or you can get the new whatever. So this is basically just getting a new console just to be 
a more souped up, faster version of something we already have. I already have a working One X, and I already have a. Uh, I still have the VCR one in the bedroom. So now this will be a third one, and I don't like trading in systems that I paid five hundred dollars for for a hundred or two hundred or whatever GameStop's going to get me. So I just assume have Xboxes all around the house. I guess maybe the kids will inherit one in the bedroom and. They could play it on their laptops with the Wi-Fi, so that's an idea. Well, eventually, um, you could just use them to prop up a microwave. Wow, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Why did I think of that? I don't so know. So you don't think the medium is special enough? What do you mean? Well, the medium. Oh, oh the game, the medium. Yeah, the game, the medium, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Because the, that's going to uh, require the, the new hardware, I believe, in order to do the two renderings at the same time. I mean, will that not work on the One X or I'm maybe the sure Series there's... the Series S for $200 less? I, I just figured at this point it was go big or go home. That's why I didn't even think about getting the Series S. So so the it, it will not work on the Ones as far as I know, okay. but it will work on the Series S and X. The Series S and X are the same thing. Like They will run the games uh, just as efficiently. The only difference is... Uh, what kind of graphical output that they give you, um, and if you don't have 4K, then you're probably you probably want the S. Uh, it does for up to 1440p, and uh, the other difference is the hard drive space. It's, it's half as big, which you do need those games that space for series series games. But those, if if you, you know, those those are going to be few and far between. I think, especially if you you know you play them and you, you finish them, you just Move them off when you're done with them and move the next one on. I mean, hard drive space aside, most pe- most of us have externals that we're just going to put on there, right? So, Yeah, I think the really only big... other thing I could think of is that they need to be on that one for, to do like the quick resume. But oh, aside really? from that, I think so. Because it, it would need to load up the game super quick. So it needs to be on that proprietary, super fast hard drive space. Well, super fast. Uh, well, congratulations well, to and, and, all uh, people who got it. Yeah. Yeah, so congratulations sorry. to everybody. <laughs> I'm getting excited. Uh, who got one? Gotta get excited. Uh, yeah, get get excited for Guess this nice one. Uh, and our last one, <laughs> our new story, is a, a big one. The day before uh, pre-orders went live, uh, Microsoft decides to tell us uh, that they have just spent a little couch money and acquired ZeniMax Media. And so let me read this little blurb from TA. Uh, Phil Spencer said, Today is a special day as we welcome some of the most accomplished studios in the games industry to Xbox. We are thrilled to announce Microsoft has entered into an agreement to acquire ZeniMax Media, parent company of Bethesda Softworks. And Bethesda's press release, it mentions that Microsoft has paid a whopping $7.5 billion with a B to acquire the company. So this is probably the biggest news that I can think of to happen to Xbox since we started the podcast. Yeah. So in all honesty. $7.5 billion was more than it cost Disney to buy Star Wars just for... Which is nuts. It's more than it's more than Minecraft. It's probably more than Minecraft and Star Wars combined. Uh, I'm not sure, but man, that what what a get! Uh, and so, uh, if you if you live under a rock, 
You don't know what Bethesda games, what, what kind of games they make. They do the Dishonored stuff, the Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls, Fallout Doom, uh, the new upcoming Starfield, Evil Within, Prey, uh, and that's not even everything um, that they that they produce. And uh, what that that doesn't mean, uh, we we don't know what it, exactly what it means, but we could speculate. I don't think that it means that these are going to be exclusives, at least as of yet. Um, I, I think that it could mean that some of them, some games, some franchises become exclusives, uh, but I don't, I don't think that they can afford to make them exclusives. They need, they need to pay for that, uh, that purchase there somehow. So they're going to need to rely on that 100 million user base of PlayStation. Uh, but I think it can mean time exclusives and it almost certainly means we get these oftentimes really highly appraised games uh, day one for free in game pass. And that is just, it's crazy. It's mind blowing. Um, the crazy thing is I bet you that if you don't own, uh, all of the, these Bethesda games that I just uh, mentioned, you probably own at least one of them, if not, uh, multiples. And, uh, you probably have played them and, and like them. So, uh, this is not a bad get at all. I, I do think that, uh, they might have overpaid. Uh, I, I'm not in that that business uh, of knowing what is worth in that thing, but uh, that's a lot of money. It's worth noting that the um, the PlayStation exclusives will not be coming to Xbox. They're gonna they're gonna respect that um, that agreement that was set up, um, but that doesn't mean that we can't get sequels. Maybe I don't know. Um, it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, so you, you you're bringing up the uh, the game I mentioned before, Deathloop, mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, another game that we've seen at other conferences called Ghostwire Tokyo. Both uh, are are timed exclusives for PlayStation. Uh, I think they're on PC as well, which could mean day one uh, PC Game Pass. Um, but but yeah, yeah, go go ahead, Goosh. No, I was just saying that uh, the article I said. It was basically saying that those aren't coming to Xbox, but exactly. It doesn't mean that they can't come to uh, Game Pass PC. Uh, it doesn't mean that any sequels uh, couldn't come to Xbox. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of like Microsoft went to the store intending to buy TikTok. And uh, when they couldn't get it, they were like, damn it. I guess I'll get Bethesda. <laughs> I, we already brought the check, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've already got this money. Well dang spend. it. I might as well just go home with Bethesda. Yeah, if if that was the the if if this or that situation, I'm glad that TikTok is uh, kind of failed there. So so yeah, this, you, you got to take it for what it's worth. It is huge, huge, huge in the gaming world. Now I already can I already can sense it. Now we we've kind of we've just barely touched on it in private discussions. I just I know this does not impress you as much, L. Uh, and it's and it's probably because just you don't play these type of games, right? I mean, typically, whether whether I did or didn't, why is them buying it so important? Because of going I right think, to Game Pass. I'm gonna let you finish in a moment, but I gotta stop you right there. What do you mean you don't see how big of a deal this is? Xbox just bought Bethesda. Holy. Fuck. Shit. 
you not see how big that is? Bethesda is literally the biggest gaming company that is that is privately owned. Bethesda is massive. It has hundreds and hundreds of people across many different studios across the across the world. And it's all privately owned. There's no stockholders. And Xbox just went, here's some cash. We got you. Holy fuck. That is huge. Like, do you have, seriously, just look at the lineup that, is, that, that has come from this, that has come from Bethesda. Dishonored, Wolfenstein, The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, the uh, Starfield, which is upcoming, The Evil Within, Prey. What? What do you mean you don't understand why this is huge? Have you never heard of video games, like, at all? All of those games are big. Like, seriously, you're good with TAO. You understand true achievements. Go on TA and search and sort the games by uh, public by publisher and look for Bethesda and just look at all the ratings on all these games and now they're Xbox games between this and Fable coming up Xbox is now the home of western RPGs there if you want to play a western RPG you go to Xbox and that's the real insane part about this Game Pass. All of these games are on game are going to be on Game Pass. Back to you, Corey. I think that it's important. I think that it's important in as far as like like this is starting, I think, a movement. Like Xbox has been buying game studios. This is not just buying a game studio. This is buying a behemoth uh of a thing. And I think that is going to be retaliated on the PlayStation side, which then might come back to us. And it's like, it's only going to get bigger and, and bigger and bigger. That, that's why, like, I hope that there's two sides of the coin. Like, you hope that they make them exclusive and they're all ours now. But I hope that they don't become those kind of that assholeness that we think Sony is. Uh, you know, that let them play their games. We'll just play them for free over here, you know, uh, and for free. And that's where they'll play better. I I I don't know. I think that it's like this is like the tipping point of games, uh, games media, and and moving on towards whatever kind of partnerships that they can make. They are really for the gamer. They they want to make this Netflix of games. Uh, they they're just in a different ballpark than PlayStation is in my eyes, and this helps prove that. It just uh, kind of speaks to the kind of monopolization too of uh, intellectual property like more and more things and ideas are just being held or by fewer and fewer people i think this kind of shifts to that like i brought up disney and star wars and all that more and more companies are just owning all of the stuff yeah is that a good thing or bad thing in your your opinion it is a thing i don't know how to <laughs> feel about it yet we'll see it, it, i guess it depends on uh on how much allowance the moms and dads give. Like, you know, you can never really tell. I I suspect it's probably not a great thing, but, you know, no, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a business guy. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Does, uh, d- does it excite you? Uh, I, I don't... 
do you play these type of games? I've played the majority of the stuff you you listed out there, and uh, you know the idea of them going to Game Pass. A lot of them already were on some capacity already on Game Pass mm-hmm. uh, and left. So seeing some of them come back would be awesome. Uh, yeah, that that would be great. And you know, like Elder Scrolls Six. I know that that's not going to be uh, a PlayStation exclusive or something like that. That'll be nice. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, they can go a lot of different ways. Uh, and at this point, we can just wait. Um, but having Microsoft say that they have probably the best, uh, at least the some of the top RPG makers um, in their house is is not going to to hurt them at least uh, because they you know they have a Obsidian who made Fallout. New Vegas, yeah. I think that's right. Yep, we could get um, New Vegas too, baby. We could, and, I, and as I've been told, because I haven't played it, Fallout New Vegas is probably the best RPG game ever. Uh, I don't know it's, if that holds true to for any of you guys. It's but. my favorite Fallout game. Yeah. So I, I don't know the the possibilities uh, of it are exciting. I I think, and um, I kind of. Have, related it back to like this is a bad example but i'm relating it to mixer and so microsoft buys mixer and then they started buying streamers and then then twitch had to start contracting streamers uh and, and so it kind of went back and forth and it was it was good for the for those streamers and whatnot so i'm 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 seeing that i could see where that would relate to the games thing now sony it's sony's turn maybe they buy konami or whatnot uh but then we come back and and you know and we buy I don't even know who maybe we I was going to say the, the first game I pulled up, but that was Killer Instinct. So we definitely don't want to buy Rare. They, they already did. But you, you, yeah, you get my, <laughs> you get my gist. So, yeah. Uh, the, Kush, do you have any other thoughts on this? I think like you're like, yeah, but uh, we'll wait and see. I mean, I like the games. I, I've played some of those games. I'm looking forward to playing some more of them. I'm a little bummed that I bought some of these on sale. And now I've got them in Game Pass. <laughs> They're gonna be in Game Pass forever, so it's just kind of like, eh, all right, well, okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited for what this does for Game Pass. It's just, I mean, how do you make Game Pass better? You buy a Bethesda. Uh, so I mean, I like that. Am I excited for Bethesda? Kind of. I mean, they're they're a local company, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but aside from that, I mean, the games themselves aren't really. Um, going to move up on my playlist uh you know in in terms of the queue but uh, i am excited to uh not have to pay for skyrim <laughs> yeah it, in actuality uh if it goes to game pass it probably moves further back in our queues and but that tends to hold true because you didn't buy skyrim to play on your smart refrigerator like i did no not, not on my refrigerator yet i do have it on my <laughs> uh my, my washing machine but not my, the uh, refrigerator my echo dot has it so <laughs> Well, um, hmm. uh, that kind of leads into uh, some community questions. Death Dealers wants to know, po- which potential Game Pass ads are you most excited about uh, from this acquisition? Uh, so personally, for me, I own all the ones that I'm interested in. Uh, so I can't actually say any of them. Maybe maybe The Evil Within. I don't own that one. And I think you can cheat in one of those. <laughs> So I'll go with that. 
any of you guys have some uh, some favorites you're looking forward to? You know, uh, I don't have. I lost my copy of Skyrim on the 360. If they got the one, like the, the Xbox One version, and they put that up on there, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty huge. I'd be happy with that. I guess Doom Eternal is an obvious one. Yeah, Doom Eternal. Oh yeah, good one. That's a, that's the new one too uh, this year. I bought that. Still need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the type of games that. If they're on Game Pass, you normally have to like commit to them and hurry up and play them, right? That's kind of what you were getting to. Well, that's what I'm getting to. They're just, uh, they're just, yeah. I don't know, long. Like even something like Doom probably doesn't have the longest campaign, but to get all the achievements done, it's going to take a while. See, the, I mean, that just comes down to your playstyle. Like, yeah, if you're a completionist. Yeah, you're going to think about that. I don't think about that anymore. I, it's out of my head. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I feel better about that uh, for, for myself. So, uh, Kush, are you excited for any of these? Sure, Starfield, because uh, I don't have it. And um, there, you, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There's that one. <laughs> there we go. All right. Thanks um, for that question, Death. Yeah. I was going to say, when I think of Bethesda, the first thing I think of is buggy games. Is that still a thing? Or is that just like an old... Oh, you mean like no. horse and buggy? No, they're F- yeah, Fallout yeah, like seventy six would like the, a word know. with you. Wait, what? <laughs> Fallout seventy six would like a word with you. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a thing. And for some New reason, too, Bethesda right? gets a pass for bugginess. I, I don't know why. Uh, I've used it in my favor before. Fallout four, yeah, Fallout four. Uh, I got like an infinite amount of money until they patch that <laughs> out, but. Yeah, it's still a thing. That the older will it be a thing games. now that it's under Microsoft, or will it be expected to be fixed? I don't know. I'm sure it'll still be a thing. Devin, what do you think? You seem to have a good handle on these games. Like, was Fallout New Vegas buggy? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, in Fallout. Like what 3, kind of buggy? I mean, like you fall through the floor, or like it's just what the, kind of buggy? You'd encounter random weirdness throughout. I know when I played on PC, I was unable to complete Fallout Four. Like, an NPC was supposed to walk out and yeah. talk to me. Uh, he never did. So I was never able to beat the game. Uh, that's, that's, that's a bad bug. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of the things you run into. But also, I don't like Fallout 4, so that's neither here nor there. I don't know. Did I not. guess it's there. Yeah. I didn't like that one <laughs> as much. So I was just kind of like, uh, it's just the cherry on top of the whole thing. And... Also, we had a question from Alex, uh, Alex R. Davies, that I kind of uh, mentioned a little bit, but he wants to know, uh, all of his questions are about the Series X launch and then the Zenimax acquisition. Um, He is particularly interested in hearing our takes on the exclusive strategies in light of Spider-Man shenanigans. And so we talked about Spider-Man is exclusive but you're going to be able to play it, I guess, on your PS4. So would do we want exclusives to be uh, on the older systems like that? Or are we fine with them being on their own? Now, wait, is Spider-Man Shenanigans the name of the, of the new game? <laughs> Miles Morales, Spider-Man Shenanigans. The Shenanigans Spider-Man. I mean, for me, like I kind of liked how they did it with... Uh, so when... The one first came out, and then Assassin's Creed Four was on the 360, and then it was also on the one, and then the 360 games lasted for a year or two, and then everything kind of went to the one. There needs to be something special because the one versions were better. They're just I don't know. 
I mean, the obvious answer is if they stack. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so you're four stacks. I'm so four something stacks, like, yes. So something like Cyberpunk, right? Mm. There's no reason to not get it because it's going to be a free upgrade. 80-hour game. No, I don't want to stack. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's let's go back to like the Microsoft Sudoku no, Win 8 stack, uh, <laughs> where when you play it you know, on Windows uh, 10, you get all the achievements. Now, that's a oh. great stack. Because you just you beat it on Win Eight, you load it up on Win Ten, and you've got twice the achievements. That stack is great. Um, but things like Assassin's Creed Four, I'm kind of saving the 360 one because I like the the you know the X One one so much. I'd like to go back and re-experience that. So I, I mean, I like stacks. I like stacks too. Pancakes. I knew you were going there. I hop man. <laughs> uh. Did, did you answer that, Devin? Do you have any uh, takes on that? No, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I don't really, as long as people get to play the games they want to play, I don't really try to think too much about it. You know, it's not really my area. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Just interesting to see. I, I, I do hope we get some stacks. That'd be fun because there's some games I would I would play again if given the opportunity. Uh, and the excuse with the stack. But I guess, what is he asking? So, like, if we're buying the Series X, right, do we care that anybody on the normal one can play those same games? I guess. Is uh, that what he's asking? I don't really mind. I mean, let people play what they want to play. doesn't bother yeah, me. Because I, I, I would like to get the most souped-up version of the game if I'm buying this new console. Well, you, you are. You, you're, you're downloading extra gigabytes worth of assets to uh to make it look better just shininess yeah mostly and and, and you'll be able to load in faster and complete your rats in uh yes. in, in one hour instead of one hour one minute yeah speaking of rats <laughs> uh they go on sale often so uh let's talk about sales uh i want to point out one sale this week one sale item and that is minesweeper genius talked about it before it's worth mentioning again it is under two dollars two u.s american dollars it's a fantastic game it's 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 everything that i i that i hope and and dream about and i can't wait for a sequel so if that doesn't get to uh, to buy it if that doesn't get you to buy it i don't know what will l all right i'm gonna recommend three easy 1k standbys Stormboy. if you somehow don't have this game it's been mentioned over and over this game is a classic and just <laughs> Mr. Percival. <laughs> Mr. Percival I mean there should be a sequel where Mr. and Mrs. Percival have babies Storm Man uh, did you play Stormboy? <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward uh, <laughs> Fine, a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Um, a dollar nineteen. If you don't have this, you gotta get it. Uh, three fourths home and Uncanny Valley are both two to three hour games. Three fourths home is at two bucks, and Uncanny Valley is two fifty. Um, get them; they're really great. You don't need fancy things like graphics. Just get them. Yeah, Stormboy is the best. What about hey, you? Hey, Kush, do you have real games? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Yes. 
Um, so I would have mentioned Minesweeper Genius. I'm glad you did. What would you call that sequel? Like Minesweeper Genius or Minesweeper Genius? Minesweeper Genius. Mine. It, it would take place in an Apple store, so Minesweeper Genius Bar. Oh, Genius Bar. Okay. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So um, I picked Dragon Ball Fighter Z because it looked really good. Uh, it's nine dollars down from sixty. It looks like the cartoon. Did you really just fucking call Dragon Ball Z a cartoon? It's an anime, and yes, it is fantastic. Um, and so I think that's kind of cool. And I didn't want to pay a whole lot of money. And nine dollars sounds pretty good. Uh, the downside is it's two hundred hours plus. If you want that completion, um, I'm, I don't care about the completion, so I'm I'm definitely interested at that price. Uh, and I've also talked about a game called Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise before. Uh, I, I really like it. I'm going to use this as a reminder to go finish it. Unfortunately, it's not at 90% on my list, but uh, maybe I can kick it up there. It's $3.74 down from 15, and it's only a three to four hour point and click. So I know Corey's involved. I know you're down. Uh, I'm going to jump in and recommend all of the Resident Evils look like they're on sale, but uh, Resident Evil 2, I would recommend that. Uh, It's 50% off for the deluxe edition, so it's 25. It's a little up there, but it's uh, it's real good. Uh, It's, uh, I believe, a lot of people's game of the year of 2019, so highly recommend it. Better than 3? I haven't played 3 wouldn't know okay all right all right uh let's get on to contest a uh, little reminder that currently leapfrog is uh hopping around uh the website and uh we Ribbit. are on day 11 if you're listening to this on Whoa. release day and guess what i have a badge do you have a badge l i, I have cer- a badge i certainly have a badge are we going to keep going with this badge um no you I only mean, get one are we badge keep going I, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> really? But it, natural play. Natural play. It's really not hard to get a dozen achievements a day. If you're going opinion. for it. <laughs> no, not really. It's not, not hard really. to get a dozen achievements in a day. Unless you're focusing on one game, maybe. I know. Maybe. Who does that? Uh, not, not you. Uh, so, yeah. I, I'm going to have a badge if you're hearing this. Uh, if you're hearing this and you're still in it, you will have a badge. Uh, Kush, are you going to have a badge? Oh, yeah. And Vulgar, are you going to have a badge? Oh, yeah. Uh, only one more day left, and uh, I have a plan, so I-, I can do this. See, I really wish they would have made this like a 20-day thing. That would just be wow. way better. Ten, like 10 is too trivial. And so, yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, Leapfrog, you have to get... Uh, you start it on day one, getting one achievement. Each day, each 24-hour period, that increases by one. Uh, so on day 11 today, you have to get 11 achievements. You move on the next day, bada bing, bada boom. That's the thing. Uh, at the end, there's only going to be one winner. So it's going to go till, uh, till that happens. And that winner will get one month of TA pro for every day they survived in the contest. So basically TA pro for life is how I'm reading it. Yeah. That'd be a lot of TA pro. Yeah. Let's see. So you got to go 12. To go to get a gear, maybe not for life. I think they should uh, I can spread ease. it to anyone who gets a badge. Just spread I kinda, all the I can see this getting to 60, like two months, easy. 
easy. Kronos has been uh, doing blogs about this. He he uh, predicts well over a hundred. A hundred days. Mm-hmm. People were doing that a lot, last time. It's a lot of achievements. Uh, so yeah, so that's the current TA sponsored uh, contest. Uh, our own sponsored contest is the Gamer Tech Challenge. Nate, uh, can you give us a reminder of what we're doing this month? Sure, we are <laughs> trying to spell out Hatton ninety. Uh, and his chosen games for uh, the Forza Horizon series. The bonus is uh, any achievement containing sporting gear as a word in the title. And the bonus bonus is the Hatton Trick, where you are linking to a leaderboard where at the end of the month you're in the top 10. And it can be as specific as you need it to be. Uh, limit to one leaderboard. Cool. Cool, cool, All cool. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Here we go. Time for Brag Camp. Let's wrap this puppy Proclamation up. Proclamation You should really write that, and I would read it. You know, I'm like Ron Burgundy here. Oh, yeah? Uh, for completions, Elsock, newest member of the, one of the newest members of the Discord. He has completed 100 games. Retro oh. Chief, 1969, 200 games. ZB, ZZ Urban Spaceman has completed Thanks, 400 games. Matthew Hu has completed 410 games. Mike Pitch, 475. Only 400 of those are Windows Phone games. P-Tart nice. DX has hit 510 games. And Facial LeFleur has hit 570 completed games. In completion percentage, Seamus McLimey has reached a new milestone of 61% completion percentage. Very nice. Well done. All right. In streaks, we got a whole bunch of 10-day streaks. So I'm just going to list off all of your names and just know that you got a 10-day streak. We cool? We cool. <laughs> Freaky Retro Retro Treef 1969, Matthew Who, Johnny Delicious, Mental Knight 5, Toad Style Venom, Mark B, Mr. P-Tart, Unstoppable Katie, Hat 90, and... Uh, Koosh Moose, X the Hero, Facial Lafour, Matism, Freemhole, Crunchy Goblin, and very specially, AZ Mongoose is on an 11 day win streak, which is a new personal best. <laughs> Killing it, buddy. Killing it. Uh, wow. Fista Roboto is on a 25 day win streak. I Mike Zero, 25 day win streak. MDP73 is a 50 day win streak. Dunkas is a 150 day win streak. What the Fug is on a 450 day win streak. Bastion Readers on a thousand day win streak. Blue Thunder seventy three ninety eight on a two thousand six hundred seventy five day win streak. Big L is currently on a two thousand eight hundred twenty five day win streak. And Michelle <laughs> Matriarch is on a seven year win streak, which is insane. Awesome. So we'll go to achievements one now. Alpha Seagull is at uh. 1250 achievements one Hatton 90 is at 5750 achievements one Soundwave core is at 6250 achievements one chesno is at 6750 achievements one death dealers is at 750,000 achievements wow no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> 7500 you'll get there that's though a lot. that's a lot yeah <laughs> Mr. P-Tart's at 9,000 achievements one. Saban's Rothschild's at 9,750 achievements one. EOJ is at 14,250 achievements one. Seamus McLimey's at 15,750 achievements one. Northern Lass is at 16,000 achievements one. 
Matthews at 16,750 achievements one. Mental Knight 5 is at 23,000 achievements one. And Matism is at 26,500 achievements one. Great job, everybody. All right. So last week I used three weeks worth of uh, gamer <laughs> brag camps. So I'm only going to pick one per category. In gamer score, the Alpha Seagull has 50,000 gamer score. Okay, that's going nowhere. Simso with 130,000. <laughs> Crunchy Goblin 68 with 160,000. Dark Lord Davis with 270,000. Ben L72 with 290,000. Freaky Row with 320,000. Seamus McLimey with 400,000. Bastion Reader with 410,000. Enigma Gamer 77 with 470,000. Uh, call us back when you have 477,000. Kush Moose with the 480. Uh, ZZ Urban Spaceman with the 560,000. Matriarch with the 620. And Vulgar Latin with the 670. In TA score, we have the Alpha Seagull with 55,000 TA. Uh, Fuoth with 165,000. L Sock with 290,000. AZ Mongoose with the 330. Unstoppable, ah, Unstoppable KD with the 350. Uh, Retro Chief 1969 with the 370,000. Mr. Petart, the 430. Rocker Dude 5012 with the 760,000. Skeptical Mario with the 780,000. Oz Buffniak with the 800,000. Chewy on Ice with the 900,000. Big L has reached 1,030,000. Matism with the 1,190,000. And Mental Knight 5 has reached a new milestone of 1,280,000 true achievement score. All right, leaderboards. High Road for two is in the top 2,000 of TA leaderboard for skateboarding. Chimmy Chimmy Chesno is in the top 5,000 of the TA leaderboard for fighting. And the top 10,000 of completions overall. Alpha Seagulls in the top 100,000 of TA leaderboard for ID at Xbox. Hatton 90 is in the top 2,000 of the England TA leaderboard for racing. Mark B is in the top five of the England Gamer Score leaderboard for cycling. Philip Wendell is now in the top 20,000 of the Achievements Completion Percentage Leaderboard. Mental Knight 5 is now in the top 500 of the TA Difference Leaderboard. Our very own Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. Is now in the top 50. 50 of the USA. USA Gamer Score Leaderboard. And in life events, Saucy Slingo has recovered 100% of his bean dive. And I saw today's his birthday. Meh. I mean, happy birthday, pa- Saucy. <laughs> Patriots rule. Patriots are amazing. Now that Tom Brady is not there, Cam Newton's actually fun to watch. Tom Brady is not. Guy fucking sucks. <laughs> and on that note, we will wrap it up. Uh, don't forget to uh, check us out on Patreon if you want to support the show. We will be doing our drawing in two weeks. And if you have an Amazon Prime uh, subscription, UL, you have a Twitch Prime Gaming subscription, you should throw that our way. We will be doing a drawing for that either the end of this week or next week. Uh, so please get in on that. Uh, you can find us uh, at those places, uh, twitch.tv slash ah101 um, and patreon.com slash achievementhoney101. And uh, yeah, that, that'll do it. Later, guys. Bye. Class is dismissed. That means goodbye. Every day I'm out there popping Chivos. Still not sure if gamer gummies are for you? 
Well, would you rather be doing dishes, folding laundry, cooking dinner, and vacuuming, or causing explosions everywhere? We didn't start the Vayners. They were in a backlog. Nothing rhymes with backlog. We didn't start the Vayners. No, we didn't buy them. We'd already dived them. Fish for sale, fish for sale, fish for sale today. You're listening to AH101 News. In our main story tonight, admins are still searching for Chewy's Challenge Championship curators, Chewy on Ice, Vulgar Latin, and Jay Black. They were last seen planning their CCC event for October. We've managed to secure a recording of that fateful meeting. Oh, hi guys, it's great to have you here. I just wanted to invite you both to my place to say thanks for all the help you've given me with CCC this year. It's just been amazing. I think the community have loved it, and I think they're really enjoying all the crazy stuff that we've been up to. Oh, hey, man. This is no problem. I'm, I'm happy to be here. You know, the, the flight was good. Uh, it, it, you know, everything's great, man. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds entirely natural and non-scripted. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, maybe next time, though, you can spring for two seats. Wait, do you mean two seats on the airplane because you couldn't fit into one? Oh, Oh, uh, yeah. Before we get started uh, on our spooky October plans, uh, I've actually laid on some food here to celebrate how great we've been. So, you know, feel free to dig in. Oh, man. Hey, thanks. You're so amazing and generous and everyone loves you. And I'm not saying this because of the script. I'm starving. Let's let's just get to it. Okay, look, guys, uh, I'm sorry, because you've come all the way here. We don't actually have Taco Bell in this country, and I know that's pretty much all you eat. So I uh, went for the next best thing. There's these uh, local street food vendors, uh, and I went to one called Tacos de los Muertos, which I think means uh, like tacos from the moon or something. So I hope you like it. Hmm. Um, yeah, these uh, tacos taste a little weird. Uh, they, uh, they taste like they're biting me. Is this a toenail? Oh man, I regret not getting that $12 bag of airplane peanuts. Do you get anything like to wash this down with? Yeah, oh god, you're right. Uh, this tortilla is, it's kind of weird. It's its a little bit meaty. Does that look like a tattoo to you guys? They also had some drinks that I kind of think are like Baja Blasts. They're called Cerebro Smash. It, it's gray and warm i don't care when in rome i guess is this typical english cuisine i don't know it's just all itchy itchy tasty oh yeah it tastes like a boiled foot and i would know sorry guys i feel like this could have been a horrible mistake anyway we should start planning things i've got an agenda and we've got to talk about why mental night is quite so mental. Uh, you are the brains of the apparition. Brains? Brains. Brains. Okay. Uh, my tummy. Uh, I, I don't want another one, but I need another taco. I want more meat. I think I'm gonna puke. 
but before I puke, can you pass me another taco? That one looks like it has a tongue in it. Oh, it's so tasty. If anyone has any information about Chewy, Vulgar, and Jay Black's whereabouts, please contact AH101's admins. Another, probably unrelated news, following reports from community members about attacks in the Discord, the admins wish to remind everyone that biting is a bannable offense. everybody x and elroy back at you with the third annual childhood obesity very sequential segment um but of course i'm not the one responsible for these epic intros that would be my buddy elroy i just feel like he can't quite produce the enthusiasm needed for you know childhood obesity month so elroy take it away it's september there's an electricity in the air Everyone is ready for the kickoff of the season. Are you ready for some childhood obesity? Woo! All right. I know 20% of American children are, uh, according to the CDC. Oh, that's me breathing uh, heavily after wooing because I'm an obese child. Woo! Oh, okay. Well, yes. Well, X, did you know diabetes is the seventh leading cause of death in the U.S. with annual deaths around 85,000, to which America says... Challenge accepted. <laughs> and we can push this at least into the top five, somewhere above shark attacks <laughs> or whatever is higher on the list. Now, 10.5% of the adult population has diabetes, which means that probably 9.5% of the fat children grow up and simply die of heart disease before they get diabetes. Regardless, the diabetes and heart disease pipeline is full, and this segment is dedicated to those little tubs of grease. Without further ado, it's the longest-running annual segment (laughs) on AH101. It's time for... Third annual childhood obesity achievements list. Trade that burger for broccoli. Trade that bacon for Brussels sprouts. These things all start with B. B stands for obesity, which you won't be if you put down the bun. But first, some pleasantries. They're back. Joining me today is someone who might have taken offense to that opening back when he was a wrecking ball of carbs. Now he is just twisted still (laughs) and keto appeal. It's X the Hero. That was actually a pretty good rhyme. I like it. (laughs) Thank you. I like it. All right. Well, welcome and and congratulations on being healthy. Yeah, thank I don't thank you. I I don't have an intro for you though. He's (laughs) he's Elroy. He's known for muscles and flexing and doing Elroy stuff. And not meth. Never meth. No, not meth. Not a meth head. All right. So so just for clarity, uh, for those of you that enjoy this segment and look forward to it every year. Which hopefully uh, is all of you, let's be honest here. At least three of you. uh, These are the childhood obesity achievements that have come out since October 1st, 2019. The day last year's childhood obesity month ended. 
and it runs through current until, well, I guess, well, at, spoiler alert, one of mine may be coming out, you know, just barely before the month is over, so look for that. Um, X, we have talked zero about the order of things yeah, I was here. actually thinking that as we got started, <laughs> that uh, we... I, I have a have, top three, uh, so... I also uh, have top three. I'll start well, us off. This is your baby, so you should be number one. <laughs> I am, right. I am just here for the journey, my friend. Uh, fat babies, that is. That's, okay. <laughs> that's right. This is your fat baby. Uh, do you know Big Chungus? Big Chungus? Uh, Big Chungus? No. Oh. Well, you gotta oh. you gotta look it up. Just do yourself a favor. Not while I'm uh, talking, of course, but... Oh, of course I would ne- never do he's that. He's a Big Chunky boy. Oh, why? <laughs> it's like Bugs Bunny if he was an obese child. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's lots of stuff out there about this. Okay. Yeah, it's Big Uh, Chunkus. (laughs) Okay. Get 60 minutes of exercise every day. Honorable mention goes to ACA Neo Geo, the King of Fighters 2003, Windows 10, which, well... Elroy, do you remember that we solemnly swore we would never talk about Neo Geo's on the show again? Blaster! Blaster! Right? No, we, we did. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm a man of my word. But the achievement is perfect. So we're, I'm talking about the achievement here, not the game. I'm not breaking my rules. Um, but anyway, uh, the achievement in ACA Neo Geo The King of Fighters 2003, Windows 10, uh, which came out after the last one aired. It was one of oh. the last Neo Geo games on Windows 10. Uh, anyway, the achievement. It checks out. Yeah. Score 20,000, <laughs> score 30,000, and score 40,000. <laughs> Cholesterol. <laughs> Did you know, Elroy, and I suspect you do, that total cholesterol levels less than 200 milligrams per deciliter are considered desirable for adults? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, I I won the crap sweepstakes in, in my hereditary, and I actually inherited terrible cholesterol. And so even though I do everything right, and my wife and I eat basically the exact same you know diet, and I even exercise more than her, hers is much better than mine. Mine's like borderline bad. I have to fight like hell just to keep my cholesterol at an acceptable level. So yes. Ah, well, interesting. So less than 200 milligrams per deciliter is considered desirable. Uh, A reading between 200 and 239 milligrams per deciliter is considered borderline, and 240 and higher is considered high. So where do you lie, Mr. Roy? Oh, man, I had it at 207. Um, Oh, well, that's towards uh, the low end. I I think it was 207. I can pull up my, phys- my physical from uh, July, but uh, it was it was actually high last time. And so I even went to a specialist, and they're like, "Yeah, you're doing everything right, and uh, yeah, you just kind of won the the hereditary thing." And I mean, so, my my understanding of cholesterol is that it's all bad, but then there's good cholesterol. So eat eggs, mm-hmm. but don't eat eggs because eggs are good <laughs> right. and eggs are simultaneously th- bad. <laughs> I think eggs have been on the the bad and the good list at least <laughs> ten times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they uh, actually for those of you that are struggling with uh, uh, cholesterol, uh, one of the things you can do is actually take metamucil. It actually uh, before you eat, uh, take metamucil, and it will actually uh, kind of offset some of the effects of the food and uh, um, lower your cholesterol over time. So there you go. There's my pro tip for you. There you go, obese children. <laughs> Take some Metamucil, right? Um, I chug the whole bottle. Or I chug the whole bottle. So I, admittedly, I know very little about cholesterol. I know on keto diet, it is slightly higher just due to the nature of food. 
um, you know, on the diet, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I do have to assume that you were, if you were at 20,000, 30,000, or 40,000, <laughs> um, you're either dead or you are very obese. Child. <laughs> a very obese child who is very <laughs> obese or dead. You can be dead and obese, but you can't be <laughs> obese and dead. That's Ooh. that's a very that's, that's deep, a very right? fair point. That's yeah. a fair point. And uh, I don't know. Oh, I was thinking maybe in honor of Childhood Obesity Month, maybe someone got their cholesterol up to twenty thousand to celebrate, you know, this annual event. <laughs> and they aren't always at you know the risk of heart explosion. Um, but I wouldn't recommend that because you know what they say, right? Once you go fat, you go splat, and the thing that splats <laughs> is your heart. Your heart will splat once you go fat. So I always heard uh, that. Uh... Uh, some what is it? Fat people are like a box of chocolates. Both don't last very long. Uh, or something like that. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I feel like if your heart is splatting, <laughs> it's from having to pump so much blood to your fatty organs. You fatty. <laughs> uh, do you feel like a traitor to the fat people? No. Okay. No, I don't. Excuse. My whole family's fat. Yeah. So I feel like I, I'm the one that came out on the other side. <laughs> you, you made it of life you, yeah. you, you, you squeeze through all the, the the very tight corners and yeah yeah all right but carbs well, are call. delicious so i can't blame them ditch those breads carbs are the enemy uh, well <laughs> we're agree to disagree so that leads me to number five number five <laughs> Number five comes to us from Swordbreaker, colon, The Game. Uh, presumably, you know, not Swordbreaker, the made-for-TV movie or something. I'm glad that they clarified <laughs> that in, in the name of the game. But uh, Is that this is official novel, right? Yes, this is a special sneak preview. So depending on when you listen to this, this game may or may not have been released yet because it is releasing near the end of Childhood Obesity Month to bring it home. Childhood Obesity Month. <laughs> it is a visual novel, novel, and it's from Sometimes You. I think maybe it's their first one, but I'm not as uh, in tune with the visual novel uh, game as you are, obviously. Uh, it is their third one, I believe. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there. Let me let me sell you on this. Not that I need to, because you play any of those visual novels, just because that's your thing. So, I like them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is visual novel done right. So, picture this: Have you ever gotten halfway through a visual novel or a game, hypothetically about how strange life is, and thought to yourself, <laughs> "Man, I really wish I could kill all the characters in this game." Enter Swordbreaker, the game, not the Broadway show. No idea uh, what it's about other than breaking your sword over people's spleens. And it, the amazing Chivo list is what sold me on this. So you got to look this up. So here's just a couple of the achievements in this game. And you have the achievement. I actually didn't know the list was up. Yeah. The achievement Underground Worm. You get it for killing the Underground Worm. There's the achievement called Overseer for killing the Overseer. There's an achievement called Slug for killing the Slug. There's an achievement called Butcher for killing the butcher they could have gone with butcher the butcher but I oh that's a missed opportunity <laughs> it really is uh they didn't know her but uh spider <laughs> for killing the spider you have one for witch astral demon succubus old necromancer california grab ass shark wildflower oh rat. i'm not even gonna stop you at california <laughs> grab ass did you say succubus 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 Yes, they uh, they 
any any achievement with succubus in it is uh, a winner in my book. So does the succubus uh, have a candelabra, or does the succubus <laughs> have a candle bra? Bra, candle bra, bra. Yes, but uh, yeah, but uh, you, you kill the succubus. So who cares about this about the succubus? Because you're killing the succubus. Okay. <laughs> then you have <laughs> the cook, the iron golem, the s- skeleton guards, the timbernator. I don't even know what that is. It's like a lumberjack terminator. Sounds uh, awesome. <laughs> no, librarian, blacksmith, like swordbreaker is like uh, Gary Oldman. He is killing everyone. I mean, there there's 58 achievements in this game, and most of them are from killing things. So, I digress. Everybody wants to play it now, but. This is Childhood Obesity Month. So which Chivo did I choose? It's one of the few that you don't get for killing something or someone in particular. It is called Serial Killer. It is worth 60 gamer score. Currently boasts a 1.16 ratio. And you get it for Get Killer Title from Night of the Temple of Fate. So there's a Temple of Fate too. I didn't mention that, but that I don't sounds, think I need to say that. Sounds pretty cool. I know. I'm so excited for this novel. All right. No, so, you're not. <laughs> I am. I'm actually going to play this one because I'm going to kill everything. All right. All right. I stand corrected. Uh, hopefully, there's a. Hopefully, the succubus is like Chloe. Save me, Chloe. And then I'll definitely kill the succubus. All right. But I digress <laughs> again. Now, <laughs> why this one? Uh so I took a wrong turn in the in the grocery store the other day, and I accidentally walked down the cereal aisle at my grocery store, and I uh, have was, you have you ever been down a cereal aisle before? <laughs> well, I was well, it was kind of weird. I was like in this full immersion of like a cornucopia of vivid colors just burning uh, into like my eyes into my retinas. I literally I had forgotten that cereal existed. Uh, the last time I ate a <laughs> bowl of cereal i can't even tell you the last time it might have been oh gosh like eight years ten years i, I man, no, at least ten years ten years or so it's been a good decade since i've actually had cereal in my life uh but <laughs> they're apparently still around so you think of <laughs> all the countless dollars spent every year marketing it to the little chubsters and i thought man I am so I feel so sorry for parents that are pushing their little heavyweights past like the aisle, and I'm sure that the packaging it has like a glow about it. Uh, probably some one glow that could be seen from uh, goodness knows how long, far away. I mean, it was just like there's so much color in one spot, so it would probably be detected by these fat children. Um, I don't know, maybe their cheeks would be too big uh, where they couldn't see very well, but I am pretty sure that the glow would bring them in. Now. It made me also think about the tricks rabbit. So, <laughs> growing growing up, I used to watch uh, Saturday morning cartoons, and the tricks rabbit was always on it. I don't know if they've killed him off like they killed off Ronald McDonald, but uh, if he's still around, I don't know. I assume he's still around. I don't know. Silly but, rabbit uh, tricks are for kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, tricks rabbit. Uh, I don't know if you really made the compare or the uh, the correlation, but. He kind of turns into a meth head when he smells or detects. Yes, he <laughs> detects. does. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, he turns into a meth head. He's like, oh, you know, he needs his fix. He's like, oh, my God, I need my tricks. And then, he, like, nothing will stop him. He'll stomp, you know, he'll trample children, and he'll, he'll do whatever it takes to get to his bowl of meth. You know, I, I just mean, realized um, Bert, Cuckoo <laughs> for Cocoa Puffs, what is it with cereal yeah. mascots and being yeah. meth heads? They're all meth what? heads. That's what I'm saying. They're all, they all go, you know, they all go ape. Crap about uh, you know 
getting their cereal because, you know, they, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, so that's the message that's being sent to our little ones is that turn into a method when you see the cereal and you'll get what you want. So there you have it. But as I was going down and I was thinking, my goodness, the cereal aisle, that is, this is truly where nutrition goes to die. I looked around, I mean, I was looking at every type of, oh gosh, like, color, like colorful sugar just bouncing off of it, you know, you know, in, enlarged to show texture on the, on the box. And it looks um, tastier that way. Yeah. Well, I, I did look up some of the, the nutritional labels and I use that, that uh, phrase very loosely. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so they're in a single serving of tricks, the the rabbit's uh, meth of choice. Uh, it contains one serving has 27 grams of carbs in it and 10 grams of sugar. Well, 10 grams of sugar are part of the 27 carbs, but 27 grams of carbs in a uh, in a cup of that stuff, which is you know that's how big a serving is. It's one cup. When you think about how puffed up the sugar is, that's not a whole lot of pieces. But uh, the total is. 31 grams for a serving so that means of the 31 grams 27 of those are freaking carbs so i don't know what the other four are but they're they're massively outnumbered whatever they are uh and this is the norm for all cereals i I looked up a couple and you know what about uh, you know those great uh, frosted flakes right uh yeah you only get three-fourths of a cup for a serving there and 26 of the 29 are, are carbs so this is truly a health menace here. Uh, kids, should be, kids should be wearing masks to keep them from eating this crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's time you are having put... so much fun right now. <laughs> I know. I, I really enjoy putting this together. But but it made me think. We need to put on the background a classic green jello song and follow the lead of our hero Swordbreaker and kill, kill, kill <laughs> all the cereal and become serial killers. Snap, crackle, pop. I don't know if anybody understands that reference, but there you have it. <laughs> yeah, Rice Krispie Treats. Because most people know cereal, unlike you, apparently. <laughs> well, no, Green Jello had a song, but yeah, that's Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that went right over my head. <laughs> yeah, a little 90s reference there. <laughs> that was for you, Big L, and anybody else that's old. <laughs> okay. There you go. Well, I, I think you'll like my next one because it is, uh, it's it's pretty grim, pretty, uh, okay. you know, bleak <laughs> outlook on childhood obesity. Oh, no. So, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, so, well, I'm not because I'm not an obese child. Are you drinking enough water? 60% of your body weight in ounces every day. Number four <laughs> goes to Number Where four. the Bells Toll from Kingdom Hearts HD one and a half plus two and a half remix. Because it's spelled <laughs> weird, remix. Um, so you might be asking yourself, <laughs> remix. That's how it's spelled. Capital R, lowercase e, capital mix. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it checks out then. I, yeah, yeah, I do my research, right? But uh, you might be asking, <laughs> where are these bells told? Uh, do I have to explain Kingdom Hearts? I don't think I do. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know anything about the game, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. So where I'll are the bells tolling? Anymore. Right. That's what matters. Um, oh, Roy, they're tolling at these obese children's funerals. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. And it is very sad and very unfortunate, but that is the reality of childhood obesity, folks. The kids are going to die, and it's very sad. 
and their family has to dress up in black and stand outside crying and say things like, oh, he died too soon, while totally failing to acknowledge that he only died too soon because the parents were negligent and let their kid <laughs> become a porker and didn't put him on a diet and let his oh weight God. spiral out of control and essentially murdered their child through carbicide. <laughs> Did you steal my notes for my number one? Oops. I hope not. <laughs> No, but at least they're keeping the bell ringers in business. <laughs> right. I thought you'd appreciate carbicide, too, to be honest. I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> no, say it again. Say it again. I didn't hear it. The carbicide. <laughs> I do like it. All right. There we go. I was like, hold on. Of all the things I was going to react to, it's I was, not I was carbicide. Just, I was sitting there like, oh, my God. He looked at my notes. I was, I was looking around to see if anybody else read over my shoulder or something. <laughs> uh, but let, let's table the parents to blame. Uh, um uh, I'm sure we might get back to that at some point. Yeah, okay. Well, I have, I have a little more, but... Um, <laughs> no, no, go for the it. The reality <laughs> is, you know, that they have murdered their children by being horrible parents and letting them eat that, but no one at the funeral is going to say that because they're just going to be too busy, you know, not acknowledging reality, and they're just going to be wondering why such a tragedy would ever dare happen to someone so young and innocent while listening to those sad, sad bells play. And it... it like in Kingdom Hearts. It's the parents' fault, man. It's it's the parents' <laughs> fault. I, so we tied it to the achievement there. Yeah, there we go. But uh, but why bells, right? There's there's a part two to this. Why bells? Uh, no. Well, it's because the parents couldn't afford an organist because they spent all their money feeding <laughs> their fat kids. Uh, so they settled for the far cheaper bells. So oh, you are you are on fire. My so friend. that that funeral is extra sad, just like that you know kid's liver was before he died. Um, <laughs> it was probably on fire as well because it was inflamed from all the extra work and you know toxins that it had to process. Indeed, indeed. But uh, I told you that was dark, but that is the reality of childhood obesity. Sometimes sugarcoating things <laughs> is a means of avoidance, <laughs> well but done. it's important that we face reality and don't sugarcoat things, because then also <laughs> you live longer by not sugarcoating things. Indeed, indeed. Oh, that was nice. Thank um, you. <laughs> number three. Number I, three. I am, uh, <laughs> I have a confession. Mine might be a little dark too, but you know, it, there's a glimmer of hope at the end. Now, uh, not if you're an obese child. <laughs> right? There's no hope. <laughs> put down the pork and pick up a fork and put it in a salad. Number three, Curious Expedition. Uh, this is a game that uh, I have not played, um, which is probably what most people out there are saying right now. That they probably haven't even heard of it. Uh, apparently only 145 people have played this game. Uh, it is made by Thunderful Games. Thunder! <laughs> now, this is a studio that... Uh, actually has made a game that most people know. It's the one that made Lonely Mountain Downhill. Uh, and a notoriously somewhat uh, difficult game, although a bit um, uh, inflated by the Game Pass inclusion. But uh, I am pretty sure that this game is as tough as balls as well. And I was correct. It sets at 5200 TA, uh, which is not uh, you know very uh, conducive to a quick playthrough. But... Uh, I'm not sure uh, about this game. Uh, apparently, you go on some kinds of expeditions that are curious. But <laughs> I think that maybe Swordbreaker is the main hero. I'm not sure. Uh, Swordbreaker from Swordbreaker the game, not you know Swordbreaker the breakfast cereal. Of course. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, he's the main hero because, uh, well, listen to this Chivo list. You have... Hyena Hunter for killing 100 hyenas. Crocodile Dundee for killing 20 crocodiles. Giant Giant Chicken Dinner for killing 10 <laughs> giant birds. There is no weak spot for 
killing a giant crab. And Scorpion King for killing 10 giant scorpions. Arachnophobia for killing 20 giant spiders. And then, of course, the number number three, number three. pick for Childhood Obesity Month, Walrus Hunter, <laughs> which is 10 gamer score and currently clocks in a, a paltry 6.95 ratio. And you get it for killing 10 giant walruses. Now, Hold on, I'm, I'm, not... I'm going to interject because you okay. just said a paltry 6.5 <laughs> ratio. 9.5, um, 9.5. I'm, I'm sorry, 6.95. This is the same guy who last year <laughs> on Childhood Obesity would have been like, it sits at an unobtainable 6.95 <laughs> ratio. What has happened to you? Well, you know, 6.95, uh, this is Thunderful Games. We expect all the, ra- the ratio to be about 9 because <laughs> of Lonely Mountain Downhill. So 6.95 is very attainable for a Thunderful game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which I, you know, and speaking of Lonely Mountain Downhill, I do have the completion there. Just, just saying. <clears throat> mm. I don't, I, I don't know what's happened to me to answer your question. Humble now, brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, actually, sidebar. I am currently fighting very hard to, not as hard as I'm fighting to keep my cholesterol down, but I am fighting to keep my ratio above 1.5. There are so many games out there that are just, it's like the, you know, we talked about the Tricks Rabbit. Uh, these games out there, all these visual novels that have come out, they're like, they have that same glow to me, but I've so far been able to fight it off because if I did all of the ones that are available to me right now, my, my ratio would definitely sink to like 1.48 or something like that. And oh, I want to keep it over 1.5. I know. I want to keep it over 1.5 just to see how long I can do it. And it's been tough. It's been tough. But uh, uh, I'm currently, I think, at a 1.5013 and trending downwards. So I need to pick another tough game to kind of bring it back up. And, oh, it's, 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 it's a thing. Who even are you anymore? I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Walrus kid. Hunter. Walrus, <laughs> yes, Walrus Hunter. So I know what most people are probably thinking besides what in the world is this segment. But why am I calling these little blubber bellies walruses? Now, don't worry. Don't worry. I would not stoop so low to insult walruses like that, but this one made the list for a very good reason. You see, on August 1st, 2020, the world changed, and not for the better. With the following inscription etched upon his tombstone, You check your blood sugar, and you check it often. There's no reason not to. We lost. Walrus, doppelganger, and diabetes spokesman Wilfred Brimley at the spry age of 85. He is a story of success (laughs) that little lard buckets can grow up and conquer their childhood daubers. That they can someday star in old people movies like Cocoon and be on every other commercial that airs during Price is Right talking about daubers. This September... Pour some maple syrup out on the ground for Wilford Brimley, half man, half walrus, and a hundred percent Darbouche. That was that was random and delightful, even by Elroy standards. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that was yeah. That I, I am just full of the musty references today. So I've been talking about '80s cereals and now '80s. Uh, uh, icons? Icons, icons, not the word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So there you go. <laughs> But I like milkshakes. Protein shake! Well, I, uh... 
I can't compete with <laughs> Wilfred Brimley and his diabetes. Numbers. Um, diabetes. But uh, <laughs> I, I do have number two. Um, number two. Which, not to be confused because it's number two, uh, and the achievement <laughs> is, is called four for four, um, but it's it's number two, so it's... <laughs> I, those numbers are tough. I understand. We um, have a we have a smart audience. They got this. Okay, I, I, you know, I'm used to dealing with with dumb kids all day, so I don't know <laughs> obese kids and I, you know, <laughs> podcast listeners. I don't know how good yeah. their math skills are. But uh-huh. uh, anyway, number two goes to the four for four achievement from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two, which, uh, well, I picked it up and I played it and I beat everything I was going to beat, and I didn't get some of the crazy gaps, and now I'm done with it, and... And you're comfortable with that. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't know. I thought it would stick around a lot longer in my my desire to play, <laughs> but I, I've done everything I wanted to do. I've relived my childhood, and I got my nostalgia kick, and that's it. Tony Hawk is already uninstalled. I am I am content with that one. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a wild ride there. Uh, it was. Um... It was a fantastic week. And it sounds like uh, it sounds like he played it uh, for less time than uh, what it was discussed on the podcast. Uh, the, uh, yeah, a right. Weeks that ago. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, geez, come on, Al. But yeah, I, don't, I played it for a week, and it was a great week. And it's not going to be a great eight days because that's that's that. But uh, well, anyway, let me let me just say, uh, let me open this last one. My number one, you know, overall number two. Uh, let me open by saying that the irony of using an extreme sports title. For a segment on childhood obesity <laughs> is definitely not lost on me, and that is actually why I saved it for my top choice. Um, hmm. So, you know, just like irony is not lost on me, those French fries are not lost on the fat kids. But uh, I never lose them, <laughs> right? Of course not, because when they drop it, it just lands on their you know man boobs, and they just they don't even really have to move their arms to get it. They just kind of do like a lean down, and <laughs> you know, like a Pizza the Hut kind of thing or Jabba the. Whale or whatever the heck his <laughs> name is. Yeah, we're just full of it. Musty references right? today, aren't we? Um, <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, I, I do, I intentionally made the Pizza the Hut for all you people who are like, he doesn't know that movie. Yes, I do. Mel Gibson. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad, okay, I'm glad you got that, right? All right, anyway, so, um, <laughs> the achievement, um, it's called 4 for 4, and do you know what else has 4 for 4? You probably don't, Elroy. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, some Wendy's kind of crappy. Oh, it's like some kind of crappy menu that people should stay away from. Wendy's <sighs> has four for four. The four for four menu. It's 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 kind of funny because you always pull through the Wendy's drive-through and they're like, "Hello, welcome to Wendy's. Uh, would you like to try our new nine-dollar buffalo bacon?" Like, no, mm-hmm. four for four. Because <laughs> why would you spend any more money than four dollars plus tax at Wendy's? Uh, but anyway, uh, it's yeah. as simple as it sounds. Elroy, you're not I, spending any money at Wendy's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually had a question about that. So I always thought Wendy's was kind of a more upscale burger joint. Uh, I didn't expect them to have four items for four dollars. I would expect that from a more low end, like a Burger King or a, um, I don't know McDonald's. Well, McDonald's is you know I think kind of upscale now. I, I mean, I really don't go to these so, places. Yeah, McDonald's so. has upped their game. I think you might be thinking or not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know no. your brain because um, they use all fresh, never frozen beef. Yeah, I don't know. I just always thought they were uh, a step a step above uh, like the bottom feeders, like, you know, White Castle, uh, Burger oh, King, White things Castle. like that. That this just yeah. Well, also but, if you didn't know, I, and I'm talking to you know everyone now. Um, the all fresh, never frozen beef only applies to their 
they're gourmet burgers. If you order a simple cheeseburger, it's frozen beef, <laughs> yo. But uh, anyway, four for four. It, it's exactly what it sounds like. You create your own $4 meal deal by selecting an entree, which is either a junior cheeseburger, a junior bacon cheeseburger, a crispy chicken sandwich, or a spicy crispy chicken sandwich. And then you pair it with a four-piece chicken nugget with a sauce of your choice, a small fry, and a 16-ounce drink. And, okay. uh, yeah, so a burger, nuggets, fries, and a drink. For four bucks, that is, honestly, it's a great deal, but it's also a great deal of bad health choices. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, so I looked up some numbers, and here's, it. well, I've done the four for four, I'm not going to lie. Here, Here is my order. Um, mm-hmm. so a, a junior bacon cheeseburger, a mm-hmm. four pack of chicken nuggets with sweet and sour sauce, small fries, and a Coke. Now, when I go and I'm not, you know, doing keto for the weekend, I get a diet Coke, of course. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, sometimes I'll get the cheeseburger without the bun, but standard, you know, this is four for four, right? Junior bacon cheeseburger, chicken nugs, small fry, and a Coke. Uh, I did not find the nutrition for the sweet and sour sauce uh, or ketchup for fries. So the estimate that I'm about to give is a little low because we all know how much sugar goes in those sauces. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. just freaking sugar. Sugar water with some flavor, right? We know that. But uh, all right. So Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, uh, Four Piece Nug, uh, Small Fry and Coke. You are looking at, and Elroy, this is going to make your heart hurt, uh, 1,130 calories, Mm. 51 grams of fat. 1,720 milligrams of sodium, 143 carbs, and only 34 grams of protein for all that. Oof. That's not a good ratio. For $4? For $4? Yeah, well, it's a great deal for four bucks. The fat content's (laughs) fine. The protein's moderate. That salt is going to dehydrate you, leading to obesity. The carbs will store excess amounts of water leading to obesity and the 1130 calories is more than half the recommended intake for a grown adult male so that many calories in one sitting will lead to obesity so <laughs> what is my point here uh, my point i guess is i four for four is a great deal go to wendy's and get the four for four because it's one of the best deals in the fast food industry but also it's responsible for tons of fat kids and is you know predatory marketing because kids are poor and fat kids are extra poor so let's you know turn their poor into four for four and if you eat like that every day you will be a four for four hundred pounder before you know it <laughs> now uh, I, I was really intrigued by the uh the four by four but i forget what game this was from uh tony hawk pro skater oh that's right okay i could uh, the issue honestly is really boring you just get four medals oh okay i don't oh, even know why it's go. called four for four it's like four <laughs> just four medals but it worked Really, gosh darn well, because Wendy's four for four, and fat kids love Wendy's. Should be four for forty dollars, and how much that stupid game costs? Yeah, uh, a two for forty dollars. So, <laughs> uh, just a rule of thumb, just just throwing it out here. Uh, good good advice to live by is uh, don't ever eat any food that is trying to compete on cost. <laughs> just in general so anytime they're advertising uh you know what a great budget deal it is uh there's a reason that that food is available at that price <laughs> are um, you are you a simpsons fan um i i used to watch it when it was funny okay that's day. yeah that we're we're on the same page then um <laughs> do you remember the episode with the rib witch at crusty burger mm, no nah, i don't recall that oh one. you just made me made me think of that um 
they, you know, the rib witch is in town. It's a play on the McDonald's McRib, which uh-huh. is outstanding, by the way. McRibs are fantastic. But uh, it's the rib witch, and, you know, everyone's eating them up, and then Krusty the Clown has to come out and say, there's only one rib witch left, because the animal that we are using to make them has gone extinct. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> no more pigs? No more cows? And he's like, yeah, think uh, more legs and crawlier. <laughs> so that's that's kind of where I think you were going with that. No, that's good. That, Food that's that good. competes on low prices. <laughs> Yes, probably dude. made from things that have more than four legs and crawl. Uh, there you go. But also I'll, four I'll for four. It. Seriously, Wendy's go to go to Wendy's four for four. I don't get any kind of commission or anything, but damn, what a good deal. Or don't. Number one. <laughs> All right, for our number one for our third annual uh, Childhood Obesity Month, it comes from the game Educational Games for Children. So I just recently played this game, and it is it was delightful. It was a game designed for kids, both normal kids and grossly overweight kids. Um, it consists of numerous little uh, mini games. So when you when you boot it up, there's like a little train with a bunch of little carts in the train, and each one of them is a little mini game. Uh, and it has a task uh, again designed for children to complete, both those with normal hands as well as those with ham hocks. And I realized that I'm not the the key demographic for this game. What gave it away was it the fact that it was called <laughs> educational or for kids? <laughs> Well, uh, I think it really hit home with me when I pulled up like one of the games and it had like, you know, for kids that are under six. And I thought, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I should be able to do everything that uh, a child under six could do. But still, let me let me let me tell you about this game. I actually enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't really know why, but it kind of makes you feel smart because you <laughs> are like, I mean, I'm an educated person. I, I, I know you probably think because uh, I have such a, a, a wonderful accent that uh, something about me, maybe not, but uh, I'm actually quite educated. And I, it, it just, I don't know, there's something about it, like just breezing through it and you're just like, yeah, shoot. But we would <laughs> actually, never judge you based on your accent. We okay, would well, never as Northerners yeah, sure. assume that Southerners are less educated than us because of the way they talk. Okay. Ever. Good. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Unless sure you're you from Georgia. Yeah. Or Bama. Kentucky. Now, <laughs> but um, and there's a there's a there's several games on there that I really enjoyed, uh, such as the math one because I'm really good at like the I don't know the multiplication tables, division tables, and stuff like that. And I realized that probably a lot of people struggle with it because a lot of people are really bad at math, but uh. It, it's it's kind of a 
you know, a good way to pat yourself on the back. Like, yeah, shoot, man, I know this stuff. And it's kind of like the whole, are you smarter than a third grader show? Uh, you're like, oh, yeah, I got this. Oh, fifth grade? Is it fifth grade? <laughs> it is fifth grader. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Well, maybe With I your fellow created... Southern gentleman, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> I, I I think I just created a new show, and I think I should patent that before someone steals it. So, you know, you know we know you're smarter in the fifth grade, but are you smarter than a third grader? I think. But anyway. <laughs> it should be the other way around. <laughs> Right. This sounds like well, our, uh, our next chief whiz. <laughs> definitely not. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? There you go. Definitely not. So, uh, but the other one was uh, the flags one. I was I was really impressed with my knowledge of flags, and I think all of it comes from just being an avid World Cup fan, uh, where you watch it and you see all the flags of the nations, and you know what their jerseys colors are, and you kind of put two and two together. Uh, but uh, there's actually parts in this game, and the game is a three to four hour completion. So you might be saying, well, what takes so long? Well, there are parts of it that make you feel not so smart. <laughs> and I am man enough to admit it. And so here you go. Let me lay this out for you. There is a section on it that is called uh, geography. Now, I am actually good at geography, okay? I could, I can give you all 50, you know, states and capitals. I, I know my America now. Uh, I am good at that. Uh, and I learned the rest of the, the world, the, the, or as we say here, not America. Uh, I learned that a long time ago. And I actually would like to give a shout out to Coach Coffer, who is probably dead now. But he was my geography teacher. And you're a real teacher, X. Uh, I'm just a computer teacher guy. And so, <laughs> a fake teacher, huh? Yeah, I'm just a, yeah. Uh, you you actually use real teaching techniques and stuff like that. So tell me, tell me what this memorization strategy is, okay? So in Coach Coffer's class, it was one of my favorite classes in high school, and he would talk about uh, he would we had to learn all the capitals and uh, countries, and he would weave together this amazing story to help us to remember it. So uh, he. For example, this in the story, it would end up with a guy getting frustrated and and you know, hitting the desk. And so he would bang the desk and then he'd say, Bangladesh, bang <laughs> the desk. And so he, he, I mean, he had this amazing story of how you remember it all. And then the one I really remember is when he got to South America, because it was really funny back then is he was, he's like, Oh yeah. And then this guy, he like went into a, a, a bar and uh, the, the guy looks at him and he says, you're a gay Uruguay. Uh, uh, that was acceptable back then, I guess. Uh, but, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so then the guy's like, oh, yeah? Well, you're parrot's gay. Paraguay. And I still remember this the, to this day. Uh, that was Coach Coffer was an old school uh, football teacher. So, um, yeah. But anyway, I, well, I just thought well, it was funny. I, I, have, I have a similar one. Um, since we're, you know, saying other mildly inappropriate things um <laughs> anyone walking through an airport door sideways uh -huh. is going to bangkok <laughs> i like that one yeah i don't think he used that one uh yeah he did tell me he was going to shove a a uh, barbie doll leg up my ass because i was i took it over to the, the pencil sharpener and i was sharpening the 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 you took your uh, ass or you took a barbie 
<laughs> the Barbie doll leg. I don't even know where I got this Barbie doll leg. I was just say, leg. why it's did like, you have like, a Barbie doll leg in class? <laughs> it was just a random Barbie doll leg laying around somewhere. And so I thought it'd be funny to go sharpen it and see if I could make it into a point. And uh, he came over and told me he was going to shove it up my ass if I ever did that again. And as a, you know, as a te- I look at it from a teacher lens now, and we have, you know, we only have so many funds, and he didn't want enough to buy a new pencil sharpener. Of course, right? <laughs> I mean, I get it now. And actually, uh, on a field trip the, uh, not too long ago, uh, I did tell one of my students that I was going to shove his um, laptop up his ass if he kept. We were it was an overnight trip, and uh, he kept opening it, and it was waking me up. And we were like in the cabin. And so I, I went over there and slammed it shut and told him I was going to shove it up his ass. And he, he still tells me that story today. So I guess I followed in Coach Coffer's class uh, or in his footsteps. There you go. So, his legacy lives on. Yeah, it does. But uh, what I really want to talk about uh, was that uh, I think in the time that I have taken that class, uh, in the time that has transpired since then, uh, I think Oprah went to Europe and to Africa and she's like, Okay, everyone, you get a country. You get a country. You get, I mean, there's freaking, I, I didn't even know all these countries existed. Like, if you're in a similar age as me, go look up a map of Africa or of Europe. It's changed, I assure you. I remember it was breaking news back when uh, Czechoslovakia split in half and you had the you know Czech and Slovakia. Well, that's the least of it now. I mean, it's just crazy over there. It's like little townships popping up everywhere like inside of countries and there's like well i mean i know russia kind of went down and i was gonna say that, and, that was 1991 you know yeah the, the and so i know probably a lot that's where a lot of it came from but i don't know what's going on in, in africa i mean you have congo but apparently there's two congos now um it's a congo line i don't know but they have <laughs> there's all kinds of countries in there that i never even freaking heard of and um so I guess I didn't learn as much as I thought, or maybe everything's changed, but I remember it was a lot simpler back in the day, but I guess I'm not as good at uh, geography as I thought. So anyway, there you go. Uh, but that does leave us, lead us to our... What is your num- achievement again? <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Brito Melroy. Uh, uh, that might be a Patreon exclusive in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Um kind of cut some time out there but uh number one childhood obesity month chivo is banana not to be confused with manana which is a delicious power thirst flavor that's right uh, tastes a lot like fizz bitch <laughs> gun gun now yeah banana is worth 20 gamer score has a 1.24 ratio and is obtained by placing a banana in the baby's mouth now Here's something I do not understand. So most people that have babies, they kind of treat them like they're made out of porcelain. They cater to every one of their needs, kind of like, you know, they're a baby or something. And then they're always feeding them the right stuff. You got peas, you got carrots. Oh, you know, here comes the choo-choo and sometimes even a banana. Uh, Hence the achievement, banana, for putting a banana in the baby's mouth in the game, uh, educational games for children. Now, at some point... Um, I'm curious what that point is. People just say F it. And so perhaps as a non-breeder, I, and not having kids, I will never understand, but it seems like you set up a system of proper dietary control and I'm intrigued how it all just unwinds. So 
uh, it's kind of along the same lens as uh, schooling. So elementary schools, they have parents out the wazoo. Uh, when I drive home, I drive by this line of parents like backed up for like a mile picking up their kids every day. It's dreadful. Now, here's a pro tip for you. <laughs> uh, have you never heard of a bus? So like if you live in district of that school, they have to provide you transportation. That's how it works. Now, so what what the hell are you doing in this line? But that's that's neither here nor there. Now, I <laughs> I don't know much about junior high, but by high school, it's over. Like it's over. Uh, the nutrition, it's over. The parental involvement, it's over. It's that so, one is definitely over. <laughs> it's over. Like at some point, you went from feeding all the right foods to this thing, and now it's like yeah. You're you're on your own. So I'm just curious at what point does that happen? Now, when I work when I work the metal detectors at the school, I see these breakfasts coming through in a in a plastic bag. It's a a big old jug of jungle juice. That's a real thing. I, jungle uh, juice that takes me back, man. I used yeah, to drink that growing up. <laughs> sugar water and like two to three bags of chips and a honey bun, uh, and then like usually a little bag of like cheap knockoff candy uh and then the parents only show up if their kids get in a fight i wonder why they're getting into fights probably because they're eating all that crap and they turn into the ding oh is, is this where the negligent parenting thing <laughs> yes. comes in so they can right. play bells at their funeral oh okay i'm on board now go 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 <laughs> yes yes so how does it get to this where did where did we all go wrong from putting a banana in the baby's mouth to sending him to school with a bag full of uh you know, stimulants that is going to cause this child to act in irrational ways. So (laughs) in any case, for childhood obesity month, I am looking at you parents. The little deep fried couch potatoes are like that because of you. Are you setting a good example for them? Just because you're old doesn't mean you're exempt from eating healthy or exercising ever again. I am a computer guy. All right. I, I'm not a real teacher, but I'm a computer guy. <laughs> and we have a, an expression called GIGO. Garbage in, garbage out. And there's a reason all those processed foods are so cheap, as I mentioned earlier. It's the same reason you shouldn't bring that crap into your house. Put some effort in. And maybe, just maybe, we can honor the amazing Wilford Brimley and fight some diabetes. 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 I think I'm, I think I'm done preaching. All right. <laughs> well, overall, I think that was a very good segment. Are, are we are we honoring Childhood Obesity Month, or are we advocating against it, <laughs> or, or both? I think it's both. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's bad. Uh... And we want them to be healthy, but without obese children, we won't have you know <laughs> AH one hundred one's longest annual segment. Uh, it's yeah it, you're not wrong um it's uh i know people counted down to the days uh, to this exciting segment uh, uh, there's a uh, lot of chatter like... in podcast are they doing it this year <laughs> they do of course we're doing it this year we just did yeah. it this year there you go just man. now you just listened to it <laughs> well and well maybe they didn't get enough uh, from us maybe they need a little more something like you know top three things i hate about faculty meetings over teams number three technical problems number two interruptions number one 
popcorn reading. Oh my god. Holy crap. I had a uh, very similar train of thought with uh, top three reasons that online teaching sucks. Number three, Zoom audio <laughs> lag. Number two, students refusing to turn their cameras on. And number one, students typing super inappropriate things in public chat thinking that they're in private chat with their friends. <laughs> that's, that's about right. All right. Well, you can there tell you where the, the teacher's mindsets are. <laughs> you are not wrong. Jeez. <laughs> Blaming the parents, making fun of children. I mean, I'm sorry, raising awareness about fat children <laughs> and uh, complaining about uh, virtual school. So there we are. Hey, has your 2020 been totally sucktacular? All this bad news a little hard to swallow? Then forget all about it with something that isn't tough to swallow. All new Gamer Gummies, Juice Edition, which is actually just juice. Gamer Juice, coming this October. Warning, Gamer Juice is only easy to swallow if you routinely drink cocktails made of bleach and turpentine. Calling all ninjas! The mystical Jade Katana has been stolen, and only you can retrieve it! Red Ninja! Blue Ninja! Black Ninja! Gray? Ninja? Hello and welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders. I'm Waka Pale, and I've recently played a hidden gem I very much enjoyed. Multiplayer games such as Jackbox, Guilt Battle Arena, and Ultimate Chicken Horse usually have good TA ratios available in a short time, as the achievements forces you to play the game in less than fun ways. Ninja Showdown, started by 85 gamers on TA, is marketed as a 2D pixel art Ninja multiplayer brawler, but all but two of the game's 24 achievements can be earned in its surprisingly fun arcade mode by yourself. The remaining two achievements can quickly be obtained with a second controller. Right now, its 1000 game score is worth more than 3600 TA, which is way more than it should be. It could be because every time you win or complete a level, your ninja dabs. A move so offensive it is illegal in Saudi Arabia. It could also be because of bean dive inflation, as around half of the starters only have a single achievement. Technically, all of the achievements can be completed in less than an hour, but it is very skill-based. You start with three lives and have to complete the entire arcade mode in one sitting, which is around 20 minutes long. If you run out of lives, you have to start over from the beginning again. Ninja Showdown's arcade mode features five single-screen levels with five ways of enemies each and a final boss fight. You are given one minute to clear each wave, with an extra life awarded if you finish it in 30 seconds. The gameplay is fast-paced and unforgiving. One wrong step and you are dead, usually cascading into more deaths as the screen gets overwhelmed by bad guys. Killing enemies results in a comical amount of blood. If you find it distracting or have kids around, you can disable it. Murdering tons of dudes is okay as long as there's no blood, right? You'll have to do tons of murdering as the arcade mode has over 500 enemies you have to dispose of. Remember when I said the arcade mode was barely 20 minutes long? 
that's more than 25 kills a minute. The controls are responsive and allows you to traverse the screen in no time and is best played with the D-pad as it is very fast paced and requires you to quickly change directional inputs. On top of your sword and some shurikens, there are also limited use special items such as pistols, rocket launchers, mines and molotov cocktails, which you can use to vanquish your foes. The game offers no tutorial other than showing you the controls, which is unfortunate as they are much more versatile than they at first appear. You likely quickly figure out how to do combo attacks, but the fact you can attack up and down both with your sword and items is not obvious, but is crucial to master the game and make a successful run. There are many enemy types with different behaviors and characteristics and you have to learn how to deal with them. I had the most trouble with the different flying enemies, mostly because attacking them with a sword is very high risk due to the fast air movement. I often died by crashing into them instead of cutting them with the sword. Being in Leapfrog and working from home, I decided to quickly get 4 achievements during my lunch break and Ninja Showdown was a prime candidate. I played for 5 minutes, earning more than the 4 achievements required for the day, then kept playing for another 30 minutes, despite telling myself I should keep the achievements for the next day. Instead, I had so much fun with the game and sat down to complete it in the evening. After multiple unsuccessful runs, I finally finished the arcade mode in 16 minutes and expected a bleep loop for completing the game in less than 20. Only the achievement for completing the arcade mode unlocked. Disappointed, I learned that the speedrun was glitched and sometimes do not unlock. Now comfortable with the levels, I completed the game again, slightly slower than the 16 minutes last time, but was rewarded with the speedrun achievement. After mopping up the multiplayer, I was the third player on TA to complete the game since its release in 2017. Considering how much fun I had, that was a sad number to see, as it really isn't very difficult. As simple as it looks, Ninja Showdown has a bit of a learning curve before you get good at it, and a steep price of admission. It is difficult to recommend at $15. But if you catch it on a sale, I highly recommend the fast-paced arcade action Ninja Showdown delivers. Have a nice day everyone!